going on it's quincy jones go this is the quincy jones show podcast and uh joined once again by the magnanimous one himself mark mcfly fresh out of the fly's nest i made the journey what, what's, what's good man just chilling man chilling i mean what's, good to see you, you man How you uh been? last time uh, we saw you was uh, no mercy yep. uh had some predictions there yeah we did hey, first of all it's quick it's crazy it was two weeks right two weeks ago yeah that was two weeks and then ago. there was already another pay-per-view man it's the brand split man it's the beauty of the brand split um, first and foremost, uh, I just got to say, uh, I mean, I'm pretty sure they're bugging us, Mark. I'm I mean, pretty sure they're because bu- we were fucking right. We called it. We talked about a potential tag team Hell in a Cell match. Fucking called it. So, uh, you know, it's not like we. It's not like we. That I don't know. I mean, well, well, it's, a, it's a good idea, I, but it's I, not. I a, think, it's a pretty easy one to pluck, and you know. So. Well, I mean, for us, parallel I mean, thinking, we're, you know. You know, on the armchair. It, Eh, you know. I'm looking forward. It's going to be the the highlight of the pay per view. Well, it's kind of interesting that they haven't really pushed like the marketing for this more yeah. as like this is going to be the first. I think it should be the main event. Team. I think they should. I think they should. Oh, main event it. I mean, like they they said it like on the last uh, uh, SmackDown. You know that we we left people in awe. Like they're always le- like we have the match of the night, and it's yeah. like I, dude, more times than not, they're right. You know what I mean? And I mean, even that one that they had on the pre show, dude, that was ridiculous. That was a great match. And, and and what was crazy was I remember watching. Uh, the, the whole countdown, like the pre-show countdown, the kickoff, as you will. And, you know, they had a Big E on, on the um, – actually, it was the, the kickoff for TakeOver. Big E was on a panel the night before because they had all the uh, the former, like, NXT stars show up and everything. And then okay. they asked him about the kickoff spot. And he was telling – he's like, you know, we're, we're it's not – you know, if you watch it, it's not going to be a kickoff spot when you watch it. It's pretty much, like – pretty much said, like, they it wasn't going to discourage them. Like, they're going to go out there and do what they always do. And, dude, they fucking did. And those who skipped it, you guys fucking missed out. So – uh, but yeah, we called it, man. Um, but speaking of predictions, because we predict that, um, I predicted a little bit of NXT stuff that we're going to talk about later. But we got to throw down some predictions, man, for uh, for Hell in a Cell. I let's mean, do it. Uh, let's see. The, let's see where we're going to start, man. Let, let me bring up the uh, the old. Let me see. Check check. All right, and these are not in order by any means. So. I'm gonna throw them at you, so I'm gonna answer at the same time as as I'm I'm gonna hit them with you know. So let's go. Uh, women's championship match. Okay. Natalia, the newest SmackDown Women's Champion, uh, will defend finally uh, against the you know second nature herself, the Queen uh, Charlotte Flair. What are you thinking? We got uh, wrestling royalty. You know, yeah. match. And these two, these two never have a bad match. They I had still a great match in at, NXT. Uh, they had a great match in NXT yeah. years ago. Yeah, uh, that you know that that that's a pretty uh, monumental match in women's wrestling. I think the one that they had for the NXT belt, the vacant NXT belt. Oh yeah, uh, two three years ago. So I'm expecting a great match. I'm going to go with Natalia. I'm picking Natalia. I think that she's going to hold on to the belt for a little longer. I, I'm predicting also Carmella makes some sort of run and maybe maybe she doesn't cat doesn't get a chance to cash in. But I'm attempting or. 
I'm expecting her music to hit for whatever reason. I'm expecting her to, to get involved. So. I mean, they've been involving them in the past couple of weeks. Yeah. Teasing it. Uh, I think she was, I think she was off. No, I think she was there last, last uh, Tuesday as well. So, uh, man, yeah, I mean, yeah, to be honest, like I would like to see Charlotte win it. Yeah. But I think you're right. I think Natalia, um, not only do I think they plan on having her hold it for a little bit longer, I think that she kind of deserves to hold it a little bit longer. I think she does too. Uh, not that Charlotte doesn't, you know, deserve a shot at it, but I don't think, uh, you know, no, no disrespect to her immediate family situation, but I don't think just because, you know, she had, you know, stuff going on with Rick and now she's back, she should get a, a sympathy title shot, you know what I mean? So right off the bat, and that's a run, but definitely been inter- interested in seeing her uh, run the women's division in SmackDown. So, I mean, it's kind of a hard pick for me. I, I think I'm a... I mean, it's the only time you're ever going to hear me say this. Pause out, claws out. Mm-hmm. Natalia. You're going with Natalia. Yeah. Right. And um, Doc's not here, but uh, he actually uh, sent me his predictions by proxy. And so what, what is it? Who does Doc think is going to win this match? He said, let, let, let me bring it up real quick. He said, Charlotte slash Carmella. Are we allowed to do it? He's already breaking the rules. This is not going all, well so far. He just picked two. He just picked two people. And it is funny because uh, so before, he's saying Charlotte's going to win and Carmella's going to cash in on Charlotte. That's what he's saying, right? I, you know what I think that is. Okay, so that's all right, that's a prediction, but that's a very specific prediction. Hey, but, which hey, again, I, listen, I, your brother's a very knowledgeable man, but not a smart prediction. Well, you know, I I, I did a that's I did a specific. specific. Uh, no mercy. I said it had to be Alexa beating Bailey or Nia, and I was sort of right. So yeah, but that's but that's different. We're talking about two title changes. That's true. In one match. You're right. We're talking about Charlotte takes the belt off Natalia, and then Carmella comes and takes the belt off Charlotte. Very I mean, specific, and uh, guess, and uh, I got to respect the balls on it, but I think he's gonna end up being wrong on this one. You know, well, let me ask you this: Are, are you uh, are you disappointed it's not another women's Hell in a Cell, or do you think they should not always no, bring that? I don't want to have three Hell in a Cell matches. Well, 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 not in that aspect as far. I mean, they could have taken one off and, you yeah. know, whatever. But do you think now with the introduction of it from last year that it should be something expected every Hell in a Cell pay I don't think it or? should be expected every Hell in a Cell year. I think it should be expected when it makes sense. I think Hell in yeah. all, I think all Hell in a Cell matches should – honestly, if I'm giving you my honest opinion, no, I don't yeah, – And, and I don't, you've been vocal about it. I don't think it should episodes. be – I don't think it should be a pay-per-view. I don't think it should just – I don't – I don't. It's own pay per standalone. I yeah. don't believe in, in, in pay-per-views just being named after the ma- a match. Well, what about like TLC, you know? I think that there should be a TLC match, but I think it should just be random when it pops up. Like it should just fit. It should be whatever, however the story dictate, whatever the story dictates. I think then you should have the match. I don't think well, that you should have the the, the I, only one. I think that the only two ones that I think that should should stay in there are like Royal Rumble and Survivor Series. Like those are staples of yeah of wrestling. Well, history. the one thing I will say that kind of I think makes uh, and Money in the Bank. That, that yeah, and I think the only the only one that that, that makes kind of TLC a little bit different than um, Hell in a Cell. Is that with TLC? It opens up multiple matches. Not every match has to be TLC. One could be a table match. One could sure. be a chairs match. Yeah. One could be just a ladder match. Yeah. So I think that one. Sometimes it's like, like who know. wants to? Nobody wants to see a stip match just for the purpose of a stip match. Like you want to have like you want to have a you want to build towards it. You want to have yeah, a reason yeah, yeah. for them. Like yeah. okay, for example, the Usos and New Day. There was a reason for them to be in Hell in a Cell. Yeah, hundred percent. Even Kevin Owens and and uh, Shane. I guess there's a reason. It's not as it's not going to be as it's not as strong of a storyline as yeah, the yeah, Usos yeah. New Day, but sometimes they just have these matches for the sake of having these matches because well, it's no, the yeah, it's I mean that's you're, what you're the right. pay per view dictates. Like, especially like to back to TLC, it's like if they know TLC is right around the corner, then yeah. it's like, oh, I wonder why he he's picking up uh, specifically a ladder and hitting him with it. Oh, because right. TLC. Oh, oh, is he sitting on top of the oh, ladder like after like it's man, just it's, these it's, guys it's, the seeds they planted yeah. is just oh, man. Well, uh, the next match I, I had on here was, uh, and again, not in order, uh, I got Orton versus Rusev. 
Okay. I I guess I'm going to pick Orton, I guess, in this match. I'm going to pick Rusev because I think he needs it more. Yeah, but when have they ever given him? They don't usually give him... I mean, they don't make logical moves. You're what, right. do you think Aiden English is going to get involved? <sighs> you know, I had to give him props because he, he, he's playing his role pretty good. You know, actually, I want to switch my pick. I'm going to switch my pick to Rusev. Yeah? Yeah. I, I, I'm thinking Rusev just because I think, you know, again, if Randy loses, it's not going to hurt him. It, it helps. Uh, There's, if Rusev wins, he's not going to win clean. No. I mean, and, and, that's, and I'm fine with that. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm, I'm going to pick Rusev. Rusev, you say Rusev. Doc says Rusev, so that's one that we all agree on. Okay. He said Charlotte. <laughs> Charlotte, then Carmella. I, I'm, I'm laughing because uh, he had to fix the, the first text. The first text said Natalia slash Carmella slash pass by. <laughs> it was like, how? Then he, then he changed it up to Char- Charlotte Car- Carmella, final answer. Uh, so he said Charlotte. I said uh, Natalia. You said Natalia. Uh, he well, he says Charlotte with with the Carmella Cashin. Yep. Uh, this match, I'm saying Rusev, Rusev all around. Uh, I'm pretty sure he's not going to win clean. I, I can see Aiden English getting involved. He did eat a hell of an RKO. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know, man. Uh, it's funny because uh, SmackDowns are getting a little bit more uh, theatrical, like, like it used yeah, to. Yeah, you know what, man? I, SmackDown is 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 really uh, like faltering right now. But there is, but there is a chance that it could. Yeah, it's not it's not down there yet, but it is like it's just some quicksand. But the main event but scene is is just is just it's it's hard. Like there's only three bad. guys. Like and then like one of your guys left to go to the other show. So they've they've done a bad job at creating their their like who's in their main event. At least on Raw, you know who that like yeah yeah you have kind of know idea like All right, of, these guys are your main event I, guys. Like not even just the guys. You have an idea of who the division quote unquote kind of consists of. Right, right. Uh, you know, I should have started with this one. I didn't realize this is the kickoff show. Uh, Chad Gable, Shel, Shel TB. Okay. Uh, Sheldon Benjamin versus the High Bros. American uh, Beta versus the, the High Bros. <laughs> American Beta. Damn. Yeah. No, I'm fucking around. I love Shelton Benjamin. No, no, no. I don't think that, that yeah. I, don't, I mean, I like both of those guys. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, American Alpha Dose. Um, yep. The world's greatest alphas. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. Um, it's been interesting seeing Gable and Sheldon uh, tag. I've been noticing, a little, I mean, I, and it hasn't been consistent, but a few matches you'll see, like, they, they miscommunicate or something. So, and then my brother was also saying that uh, in some of their backstage interviews, it's like Chad's always, like, marking out for Sheldon. Sheldon's just, yeah. like, annoyed by Listen, it. Listen, if, 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 uh, if Jason Jordan keeps tagging with Matt Hardy, like, for a long period of time, yeah, splitting those guys up is, is going to be one of the dumbest decisions that they've made. Splitting up American Alpha. Oh, if, dude! If he's I mean, just gonna well, tag with Matt Hardy and then he's gonna tag with Shelton Benjamin, it doesn't make any sense. Why not just have them tag together? And if you want Shelton Benjamin to be, I mean, we've talked about this at yeah. at fucking length, but yes, you know, it's. I, I, this is we another point. It. This is maybe another point we can talk about later or on, on another show. But the way that they've been signing talent and the way that they've been kind of like putting people together, juggling, yeah. it seems to me like they might be looking towards a a a three man championship at some point. You think so? I think so. I mean, because it makes look at, sense. Because they're, they're now having three-man crews winning just the tag belts and just having the tag belts as, and, as a three-guy crew. It, yeah. But eventually, they're gonna they're gonna want to they're gonna want to. Well, get with I the mean, that, that, that honestly, I, I wouldn't see that being too far off because I mean, look at them. They 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 yeah. try to like they have a cruiserweight division right. uh, or a cruiserweight uh, tournament, mm-hmm. you know, which you also got like the 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 you know the tournament of the Super Junior, you know, the, yeah. the Super Juniors. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Uh, they got a, a UK title now. You know what I mean? Trying to capture that UK yeah. uh, competition, you know, viewer wise and I mean, competition. If you, yeah, if you if they want to corner the market on wrestling. No, yeah, yeah, exactly. You know. It's like it, I mean, I could see, I could definitely see it, but at the same time, it's, it would be kind of weird because there's no uh, origin. Like okay, what about what from, if what from if, anybody what if, in WWE that would be remotely connected to that idea? Yeah. Like it'd be a, it'd be a, uh, an obvious Jack move. You know right. what I mean? Like there's no one. That are like, oh well, his dad is introduced this. In it's Puerto a jack Rico move, but at the whatever. same time, like ROH does it and Lucha Underground does it, and there's like a couple other feds well, that do it see, too. But ROH, I think it, it was only time that they did it because they have some of their guys going over to go do it in New Japan. So it's like, right? I, I, and then they kind of trade talent to go yeah. do it. You know what I mean? So but I don't think that's the thing. Is re- everybody? You sometimes you got it. It's a good idea. Oh no, yeah. It's I mean, I mean, everything in wrestling's borrowed. They always yeah. say that. You so, know what I mean? so what if what if what if uh, SmackDown? What if one brand had the tag belts and one brand had the, the three man belts, so that you didn't have two sets of tag belts? Would that That's not true. that that would make would that, that would, definitely would that add more balance to it? The dynamic would be definitely. I mean, and plus you could make use of more guys with the triples. You know, I mean, and hopefully not just throw guys together. But no, definitely don't throw guys together. You have to have like planned reasons why these guys were together, or they were just groups or stables. You know what? I I'm I'm gonna call. I'm going to call a hype bros loss followed by either a heel turn uh, or a betrayal. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm with you. I'm going to go Shelton Benjamin and Gable are winning and the dissension between Mojo Rawley and Zack Ryder is probably going to... You know what? No, I, I change. I, I think... Oh, so you're, now, you're cha- now you're flipping your, your pick. Well, I don't know. It's weird because, like I said, they got the weird stuff going on with Shelton and, yeah. and, uh, and your boy uh, Gable. Mm-hmm. But then there's also that weird stuff... Because I'll like this. I... I rather see if if they lose, yeah, I'd rather see them beat them down, the hype bros. Okay. But then I'll say, remember, they like, then they can't be the hype bros anymore. They got to be something else. Mm-hmm. There, I mean, there's nothing vill- villainous about a hype bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, you could, they, they could be. I mean, remember when, uh, what were those guys' names in TNA? The, uh, they were like, oh, the, the bromans? Yeah, the bromans. They were heels. <laughs> Yeah, but they, they were, I mean, see, that's the thing, but they weren't like... They were like obnoxious. They yeah, they were, like they were more obnoxious. But they jump people more, sometimes. Because I, I want to see these guys, like, because I wouldn't mind if they won because they were, like, turning heel in the match. Right. Like, they started doing some heel so, stuff so you're, in the So match. you're saying you're going to go, your pick's going to be hype bros and they're turning heel. Okay, my pick is going to be uh, Shelton Benjamin and Chad Gable and the hype bros are turning on each other. I mean, I could see that, but it's one of one of them. But that, that's the, other the thing; one. it's like that. It's just something for them to do. It's like it's so like because it, it just seems to me like they want they they think Mojo is a singles guy, but it didn't work when they tried to do it. I mean, they but they the try. I, mean, well, I don't think we were allowed enough time and him enough yeah. uh, consistency to be able to see where it was going to go. See Zach Ryder turning on him and then having a, a storyline with the two of them. Could propel one of them to be, and that's you know, the thing. There's no like way both one of them. There's no way both of them are going to escape that rivalry with with with. Well, I mean, it's not going to be Zach because he's the more established. Definitely guy. not going to be. Yeah, Zach. yeah. Hundred percent I mean, for Mojo. Um, Doc by proxy said uh, Shelton Benjamin and Gable wins it. Uh, didn't have any any uh, additional notes, okay. but I guess that would mean for me. I guess Shelton Benjamin. Now I'm gonna say the hype bros win and they go heel. Okay. Even though I know the one of that's going to be wrong, probably them. They're probably going to lose. But hype bros is your pick, though. Fuck it. Okay. Shell, I'm going. I'll change it again. You can't change it. You change You change once. You can't change twice. Come on. Hey, man. Hey, our president used to be a flip-flopper. <laughs> All right. So, wait, so what do you want? You want... No, no. It's cool. I, I, I'm going to keep it. High bros win right. and, get, and they go heel. You're saying Gable and Shell? I'm saying uh, Shelty B and uh, and Chad. Chaz. 
and Chad Chad G. <laughs> and uh, Doc says the same. Uh, next, let me see. Uh, Dolph Ziggler and Bobby Roode. Bobby Roode. Bobby Roode. I mean, easy. I think we all think that that's uh, easy. I mean, how, how you been feeling about? I mean, I didn't think they were gonna keep going week to week with it, but I don't. I can't really comment whether they've gotten better or not gotten. Like you know, the the promos from Dolph. I don't know. Uh, I know you've had ideas about Dolph. I know Doc's Dolph had is, ideas Dolph's, about Dolph. The, we're we're just at a situation here with Dolph. No matter what he does, nobody cares. We still don't care. You yeah, know, yeah, sadly, so yeah. that means that he needs to change. That something needs to be changed, and we've talked no, about. No, one hundred percent, and it's like, but this will be a good match. It'll be a good match. I mean, but we'll see what what needs to change. I mean, because it's not like they're not letting him off the leash athletically in the ring. You know, I, I guess I don't really know what else he can do, and, and that's I'm coming. I'm, I'm a Dolph fan for reals, but it is sad to see him do all the stuff, and then you have to wonder, like, okay, well, what is he missing? I it's just think it's the sh- it's the sh- whole Shawn Michaels thing, and they never committed to it. So he just looks like he's just a guy that looks like Shawn Michaels, but. He also has I mean, like a. He came out of Shawn Michaels and then made fun of him with the the DX dads thing. Yeah, but he also did that with a bunch of different wrestlers. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. But I, I, I'm, I'm wondering if if the specific Shawn yeah. reference was worth it. You know yeah. what I mean? If it was even smart, but you know. Uh, but yeah, this is a unanimous doc uh, as well by proxy. Uh, Bobby Roode said it's going to be a glorious uh, win for Bobby Roode. So uh, let me see. After that. I think we start getting into, yeah, uh, United States Championship, AJ Styles defending against Baron Corbin. I'm surprised uh, they didn't make that into a triple threat with uh, the... I, I was actually kind of disappointed they didn't, and I think it would have yeah. been better for the championship. Way better match. I'd way rather see that than, yeah, than I mean, Corbin and, 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 then, AJ, yeah. and then to have him featured these past couple of weeks only for yeah. him not to be on the show at all, so it's like, it's kind of weird. So who's uh, your pick? I'm assuming AJ, right? It's got to be AJ all around. I What I want, AJ's who I want to win. Uh-huh. But I, I don't, I don't know what the situation currently is. Yeah, with, with uh, Baron and, and his heat, uh, I don't know if they they're gonna let him win it because he's been taken. Out. I mean, dude, you're a big dude, and then you get clothesline over the rope, and then you say, "Oh, I twisted my ankle." Yeah, I was like, "God, for reals!" Like, well, yeah, his character's definitely been in a free file, free fall, and he was actually positioned pretty well a couple months ago. No, I'm going for AJ, man. I'm picking AJ as well. Going, are you going for AJ as well? Yes. You see, Doc, I think he said Baron. Let me do really. He said Baron. Yeah, he's going for Baron Corbin. Okay. And you know, he he's Doc, he's grown as a Baron Corbin fan for a while. I I I'm starting to lose interest because I was starting to get behind him and now I don't care as much. The heat, the real life heat that gets brought into it on TV is what kind of Plus it's kind of it's kind of like I've been watching him since NXT. I remember when he first came out and I I liked his look that again we've talked ad nauseum about the shirt no shirt. Yeah, yeah. Conundrum. But <laughs> ad nauseum, yeah. But like Yep. As far as like him as a character, I was into it in NXT when he started to kind of really embrace the fact that he's a dick. Like he comes off as a dick naturally, even if you yeah. look at him in the face, like he looks like a dick. I'm I'm, I'm not I saying mean, he's a dick in real life. He's probably a good, a decent guy. But uh, nowadays, I feel like we're getting kind of the same, the same song and dance for the past since he's debuted. There hasn't really been true. any no. There hasn't been any. He hasn't done anything surprising. He hasn't ha- cut a promo that was. He's just he's just kind well, of been. I, I'll Baron correct Gore. you there. I think the only time, the only like highlight or the high spots we saw of him yeah. come out was when he was on Talking Smack. Sure. Anything off that show? Yeah. Whatever. Because I mean, like even, you said, I mean, it's I'm, be the I'm same. just saying, like even on the like like beside like not even counting Talking Smack, like on the show, like he does the same thing. He had big moments and stuff, but he's kind of always just like doing the same. Attack the guy in the middle of a promo. Right. Attack right, the guy. Right. It was backstage yeah. promo. Attack like. Especially the shit with Sammy, like I would post it up on, on on the site, and I'm like, "Sammy, protect your neck, kid. Like, what are you doing? 
you know what he's here for. Yeah. Like, that's his game. Like I've said, like, I've always <laughs> thought that Baron Corbin was the type of guy that would have benefited from being in some sort of group before well, being a singles guy. Honestly, bro, like, if they would have, like, you know, if they would have opened up a little bit more on the whole, his love for metal music and how he was, yeah. like, the metal athlete of the year and all this like, again, stuff. Again, Gra- him and Corey Graves well, well, would have been... Well, that's been, true, too. Yeah. I was actually thinking you, he could have been a little bit different, like, maybe rocking a bandana or something, yeah. and he could have been a heavy for Dolph. What about him and the Ascension? Oh, that's true, too. See, I was thinking, like, with Dolph, because Dolph, Dolph likes the Guns N' Roses stuff and all that. Yeah, but, but Dolph likes, like, hair metal. I don't think he likes like the metal that. That's very, that's very true. And, I have no and, idea, and man. It does matter. I don't, I don't know. I don't. I'm not up on that shit. I like hip hop, but <laughs> I know that Dolph looks like you Steel know, Panther obviously white, white snake, poison. Yeah, white snake. <laughs> I was like that shit. And Baron Corbin's got the whole like you know metal look going to him. So especially with the music now. But, yeah. So you say AJ? I'm picking AJ. Two AJs and a Baron Corbin. Moving on. Uh, these are gonna be like the last three of the night, man. Um, okay. Usos and New Day. This is a tough one. You go first. I want the Usos to win. I keep going first. What do you say, Usos? I want the Usos to win. It's going to be a great match. Yeah. Uh, I, I get. Do you think there's going to be a table spot? I think so. Yeah. I mean, it is one of only one of two Hell in Cells. How do you feel about the 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 WWE Championship match not being Hell in a Cell? Are you all right with I'm that? I'm fine with that. Yeah. Totally fine. I mean, I think it, it would have. You know, corrected the whole problem with the Punjabi prison match with keeping out the Singh brothers, but right. I mean, you never know. Uh, I'm so going Usos, man. Usos. Yeah, uh, I'm. I'm, uh, I'm going to pick the Usos too, man. I I think that they're going to get. It's going to be if they win that it'll be they'll be five time tag team champions. I mean, I, it doesn't sound of it sound good, dude. Like, yeah, it sounds good. Those guys are on. Those guys have had the. If they don't win, to, if they don't win Slammy for, are they doing the Slammies anymore? I think they do. I mean, I don't know if they're doing it this year. Who if knows, they do do know? it, then those dudes deserve to be tag team of the year. If not, I mean, I, and I can't. Mind. I can't say New Day because they were on and off because of injury. Definitely, and stuff, the, the Usos have been on fire this entire year. They've been cutting promos. They've been their in ring work has been great. I'd have to say maybe the bar or maybe you the think fashion. the bar. You think the bar has been better than that? No, no, not better. I mean, it, yeah. as far as contention in the race, yeah. I'd have to say the bar and probably fashion police. The bar is great, but they're not cutting. They're not cutting promos like the Usos. Oh no, no. But I'm talking just in popularity, and I mean they've yeah. really meshed together. The fashion police, obviously. No, the tag division is maybe the strongest thing going in WWE right now on both Which is shows. good. It is good because so, it used to be shit. It was like, garbage, right? But the, the the on SmackDown, like the whole this Usos New Day rivalry is like a legendary tag team rivalry in my mind like see i'm glad you said that because I, I had a topic for uh next week and show. that's what they're trying that's kind of how they're trying to push it so putting and that's that's why you have these hell in a cell matches like for these types of big you know blow off like you're gonna have a blow off match in a major feud like almost a year-long well, feud but isn't that's it great that the tag team division is the one that that it makes the most sense for them to have this right. match like yeah and that's how wrestling should be it shouldn't always be dude. it shouldn't always be like the main event always gets these matches it should yeah. just be throughout the card just based yeah. on what on, on how the feud's going or what the what storyline what the storyline is man you know? I, i'm gonna ask you some stuff about about that uh after we get these predictions out the way and hit a break, but the right. last two matches, man. Oh, by the way, there was three three rounds of Usos because uh, Doc said Usos as well. Nice. Um, I'm gonna go for the WWE Championship match, uh, Jinder versus Nakamura. What you thinking, man? You think uh, it's next time? I'm gonna pick Nakamura just because I just need they need to they need to rip that belt off, Jinder, man. That that that. I mean, see, I'm not against him having a belt. I, I mean, well, well, what totally now with the it. stuff that they've been having him do so against fucking and shit? Boring, yeah, dude. The, dude, the main event is so stale right now. Nobody cares. Well, who now on you, Raw too, nobody cares. Well, let me ask you this: Who would you have if you? And don't even worry about the shows and roster. Who's on what? Uh-huh. Who would you put uh, gender with to make it not stale anymore? 
feud? You mean like in a feud? Yeah. I don't know, man. I, like I said, the, the gender problem to me is that I don't think that he is. I, what about Sami Zayn? In a main event feud, though, it's that. See, that's that. It's it's fine. That's a fine idea. But Sammy hasn't won anything ever before. But I think I mean, but he's the super. That that makes even more the bigger underdog. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, I guess that could be interesting. But but it makes him an underdog. Underdog. But like, it's still hard for me to believe that Gender Dog could be or Gender Dog. Jesus. <laughs> gender Dog. Uh, gender Mahal. I apologize. Gender Dog. I, I'm gonna call, start calling him that. Uh, but uh, <laughs> Gender Dog. Yeah. Uh, nah, but Gender Mahal. It's not believable to me that Gender Mahal. It could be the favorite, and any like it's still like, or he's a dominant champion. He's not. He's his in-ring work to me is not as good as as a superstar, uh, like uh, main yeah, event okay, guy. Okay. When you bring that, point uh, up, his yeah. promo work, it's the same. Like, let me, it's the same foreigner shit that we've seen since the inception of wrestling. <laughs> so, I don't know what yeah. I don't like. Listen, get one of these gender guys in here. Get Jamal because I know he's a huge gender guy. Yeah, and have him explain to me Shut what. Up. Shout out Jamal. Shouts out to Jamal. Get him to explain to me what it, what's so great about this guy. The, besides the well, look, the look is he's got the oh, look. Yeah, he has. I I I, I had this like we Roman agree, Reigns we has agree and Roman Reigns has like a, a hundred times the talent that this guy has, and I don't even like. Yeah, Roman. you don't even like him. I, I I get well like this is where we agree and disagree because it's like I think he's gotten better with his promo. Sure, I mean, he's not fine. a promo guy, but one thing I I admire is how he never lets the boo stop him from what he's saying. Which a lot of guys get freaking freaked out when they're out there. Like, uh-huh. look at Cass, big Cass. He, he freaking gets. Yeah, like, but Cass oh, is younger. Cat, like, Ginger's somewhat of a true. somewhat of a vet. Yeah, that's true. Like, I guess. But uh, I, I, I'm not saying I'm a fan of his in ring work. But I, now that I, it's given me a reason to actually analyze his in ring work. I, I didn't really care what he was doing with three and B. You know, it's not horrible. Right, but it's not. Uh, I mean, he's better than like Jesse from from the Bromance, like you said. I mean, I, it's just I, like, and not a shade to know, but it's just I, I, I think. I'll put it like this. I think I'm more of a fan of him being hated as a champ, and I think I could respect that now because of how I fucking hated JBL when he was fucking dude, the most hated not, champion. Dude, he's not JBL. Dude, no, I'm not saying he's JBL, but that kind of heat reminds me of how— I don't, he, care what, what, I don't care what the fans are saying about JBL. Oh, I, I, the fans haven't that, told me nothing blah, about Blah, blah, blah. JBL sucks. He's an asshole. I don't care. That guy w- could work, and that that run was legendary. I don't care what anybody says. That legendary. guy was hateable, dude. That guy was hateable. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like this really guy's, hateable. It, it, it's, it's, is boring. Okay. Boring. But do you I not- don't care. Talk in your native language all you want. It means nothing to me. I've seen tons well, of guys so, before you do it. Tons of guys. So what you're saying is Nakamura for the win. And I don't even want, I don't even care about. I don't even think Nakamura should be the champion. I don't even think he's no. He's I think it's, it I think it's too early. I still so, think it's too so early. So what's going on, SmackDown Road Dog? Road what's dog. happening? Road diggity. What's going on, man? What's, what's two, two tears in a bucket? It's the house that that road that road dog built. What's happening, my friend? Roadhouse. All right, I'm sorry, uh, Shinsuke. Two tears in a bucket. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? The, <laughs> thank you for that. But yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go for Shinsuke. No, nah, I'm going for gender. All right. I, I, okay, look, I want Nakamura to win. Uh huh. But I I, I want to see gender continue to be hated. I think it's awesome. All right. I think it's so awesome that he. Right. Gets, I mean, and I'm not saying that, I'm not a fan of his, but I like watching him get. Like, I admit all this. Oh, you rook, bro. Have you seen the SmackDown and, crowds? Have you seen the? There's nobody's there. Nobody's going to the shows. Oh man. no, the, the, they're they're waiting for two or five live now because it's nah, just the man, real show no, in the room. It's, it's not. He's not drawing. I don't care how well he's drawing. Dude, hey, no, WWE is just not. They're not drawing. Dude, No Mercy was was a little empty, a little bit empty, but that raw. Yeah, dude. All I got from the pictures where we were just feedback, like, "Oh, why is it so empty?" I'm like, yeah. "Oh, it's five in the afternoon in Cali. Calm down." 
<laughs> it's gonna fill up. It'll fill up, yeah. Uh, you know what? Yeah, we're gonna take a break soon. Let's let's uh, let's top this off with it's probably the main event. I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah, um, I guess. I mean, it's a hell in a cell match for nothing mm-hmm. at stake. Yeah. Uh, I was talking. To, we, we were actually we were at the uh, the outsiders signing at uh, Frankenstein's earlier. We were talking to a few guys, dropping off a few flyers for the uh, Dead on Arrival event. And oh uh, yeah, we we're talking to a few guys about that match, and uh, we we all kind of said the same thing. Like we're pretty sure we know something's gonna happen. Uh, you know, obviously, uh, we feel like Kevin's gonna win. Because I'm like, look, at the end of the day, Shane is a commissioner. So what does a win mean to him? Kevin better win. I can't, I, I can't yeah. see a scenario where Shane wins. I mean, the only I put like unless the, I, I think, unless there's a run in. I think maybe Shane will finally get the elbow on on Kevin, uh-huh. but he won't win. I think he'll actually get that spot for a while for a change. Uh, something's gonna happen, dude. I hope they don't fight on top of the. What are, okay, cell. listen, I don't. What are the chances of Triple H? Making a run in. Okay, thank is, you for bringing that up. And this is, these are not, and this is not, and I don't think that's going to happen. I'm, this is not no, my prediction. No, no, no. But I'm just saying that it could possibly happen with Shane involved, see, Vince well, involved, well, Kevin KO involved. Yeah. Well, so with, with the conversation we're having with those same guys, that actually came up. Uh-huh. And one guy was like, "No, nah, I'm pretty sure. I'm like, from what I'm hearing, man, Triple H, he's he's like not about being on that camera life anymore. He likes okay. to being behind the scenes and doing that. I'm like, no, I get it. Cause you know, you see him coming up to NXT. He's like, let me get my five minutes real quick with the scruffy beard and I'm out, you know, yeah. get him hyped up real quick. But I was telling them, cause they were like, Oh, uh, someone was like, Oh, uh, what if triple H comes out? Oh no, that's what they said. It, I, I think this is leading up to a Kevin Owens triple H match. I'm like, really? I don't know. And I'm like, cause you know, oh, I was kind of hoping he'd back. He, Kevin and, Owens. and that's what I was saying. I was like, yeah. I was like, how do we know triple H didn't send Kevin Owens to take Shane out? Mm-hmm. And then I was like, because you know, there's always that rumored, Tension Hostile or beef between over, them, over, you know, between yeah, Shane and, and Triple H, especially when Shane came back, there were it was running amok even more. All the scuttlebutt, as Doc likes to say. Yeah, I was like, and WWE likes to use real t- real life shit for a storyline. Nothing's on hands off. I could see that being, I could see Shane and Triple H having. I match. would rather watch a Shane Triple H match yeah. than a Kevin Owens Shane McMahon match. I would rather watch a Triple H. You said then then a Triple H Kevin Owens match. Uh, yeah, and that too. Both those matches. Both of them. Shane, Shane, and and KO. So, so you don't even want to watch the one <laughs> if you had a chance to watch Shane versus Triple H in, in Hell in a Cell as opposed to Shane versus. Kevin even, they don't even need to do it in a Hell in a Cell. Like maybe Street Fight, you know. I think a Street Fight is a little Street bit Fight safer. Triple H Shane McMahon. Stephanie at ringside slaps right, low sure, blows. Uh, sure. Water. But even then, I don't really care about that. I don't necessarily that wouldn't. The only reason I want Triple H to come back is so that there would at least be some sort of big hot storyline happening on SmackDown because there is nothing going. on. I mean, on. can you imagine if Triple H comes out comes back? Raw to always Raw, listen. Raw always gets the big hot storylines, the big well, run-ins, see, and, all and, that shit. And that's why I think something might because dude, we who who showed up? Stephanie McMahon. When's the last time we saw Stephanie McMahon on, on SmackDown? When was she on SmackDown? When when uh at Vegas when Vince McMahon took the headbutt and got the frog splash? She oh came she out. came out. That's right. Yeah. Oh shit, I forgot about that. I don't know, yeah. man. Yeah, I think yeah, man. Listen, I'm gonna. I'm, you know what? I'm gonna. My prediction is Kevin Owens, and I'm predicting a Triple H run in. Yeah, or something. 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 I'm. I'm gonna say. Uh, Doc or said, Stephanie. Something. Doc said Owens as well. Okay. Uh, that's three Owens. Um, just because I, I don't see why. Why would he need to win? I. I we'll we'll all be very disappointed. If it was to keep his win. job, maybe. Right. But is being a commissioner that he lost to Taker, he lost to AJ. And then what? Ko has to be the one to take the L, even though he's kind of at, starting to finally build his momentum back that he lost Dude, since he's, being he's, 
he won. He was universal champion. He was hot since he went to SmackDown. The whole Goldberg thing with, something there was something missing in that that feud with AJ, and he's now starting to kind of build that that KO despicable. I, I, yeah, I mean I, persona. I so. dared to say that it was comparable to uh, like the Randy Orton days when he was like freaking punting McMahon in the face yeah, and. Yeah. I mean, I, I, dude, I, I want to see, I want to see freaking Shane McMahon or Kevin go, Kevin going to Shane's house and fucking flipping <laughs> furniture over. You know what I mean? I want to see some shit, but yeah, uh, yeah I'm, I'm gonna say Kevin Owens as well, man. Um, and I think something's gotta happen. I the, think so too. Some, I mean, it's hell in a cell. Mm-hmm. Uh, between that and the tag match, I think something's gonna happen, man. But uh, we'll be right back, man. We're gonna uh, finally take a break, pay some bills, and uh, we'll be back, man. Peace. What's going on, guys? It's Quincy Jones, go from the Quincy Jones Show. Here to remind you guys once again, hurry up. What you waiting for? Purplepass.com backslash Rival Pro DOA. I'm telling you, grab your tickets now for Rival Pro Wrestling's official second event of the year. I'm talking Dead on Arrival. It's going down October 27th, Friday, Friday night, for all you Halloween weekenders. It's going to be right around that corner, man. And October 27th, going down, Characters Bar and Grill, 21 and up. You can grab tickets now. They're pre-sales, going for 10. You better hurry up because in another couple weeks, it's going to be going up to 15. You could probably buy tickets at the door for 20. Uh, It's going to be drinks, uh, clothes vendors, food vendors. There's going to be live music going on. Uh, Big Rob celebrating his birthday. So it's going to be a lot of stuff going on, man. A lot of dope names, new faces, and as well as familiar faces. We got Hate in the building again. We got Bad Dude Tito coming through, King Pinky, Peter Avalon as well. We got Judas, Jarrell Nelson. We also got Human Tornado. We got Young Fuego, Adrian Quest, man. We got uh, uh, the, the Mirror Image, Ricky Mandel. We got the Vegan Superman, Jake Diaz. We also got uh, uh, Brody King. We also got Mr. Athletic. Uh, Jeff Cobb, Scorpio Sky, Brian Cage, Melissa Santos, Luchasaurus versus uh, the Super Panda, Best of Nine series. There's a lot going down, a lot of implications, a lot of stipulations all going down, dead on arrival. Make sure you hurry up, grab your tickets. PurplePass.com, Rival Pro, DOA, go. Welcome to the Quincy Jones Show. You are now in the mix with the two-man tower trip, Quincy Jones and Doc Lesnar. Is he the third man? He's the third man. What the hell? Hey, yo, what's going on? It's Quincy Jones Go with the Quincy Jones Show podcast. Back again, none other than the magnanimous one, Mark McFly. Just dropped off our Hell in a Cell predictions, Doc by Proxy. What's up, Doc? No pun intended. Ha ha. <laughs> Heard it his whole life. His whole life his in whole high life. school. People think it's cute. Anyways. Uh, and there's a, there was a lot of stuff I actually wanted to talk to you about this week because I, I know we'd we be, uh, we be getting into in depth on a lot of stuff, especially a lot of stuff uh, pertaining to NXT and stuff like that. First of all, congrats to Leo Rush. Hats off to uh, Leo Rush. I mean, it was a good segment, first of all. The man of the hour. Man of the hour. I'm glad they put that over. It's Rush uh, they, hour. They let him keep that. Uh, I'm Dude, first of all, it was great that there was a great reaction for him. Um, very happy for him. It was weird. I was talking to Doc. We were like saying, like, yeah, it's weird, like, People we see either at signings or we get the interview, it's like it's weird. Like for some reason, you know, you get that special moment with them and like you see them flourish or they do something and you're just like, yeah, I don't know why. I'm like, I feel like I'm proud of them. Like, right, yeah. But it's like, yeah. It, it felt good to, to see him because, you know, we talked about it on the podcast with Leo 
I mean, we uh, saw him at ROH. Like, I, I mean, you know, I've watched, you know, I remember when he was in the, the top prospect tournament. Oh, in 100%. ROH. Yeah. We saw, I mean, when we went to Las Vegas, we, oh, dude, we saw we bumped him. into him. Yeah, yeah that yeah. match with Marty Squirrel. And then we dude, saw, and then dude, we bumped match, into him yeah. after he, like, walked out with a smoothie. Yeah. And he's just walking around, and nobody knew, like, none of the fans, like, came was, up and said anything to him. And, and it was just, and I, I think, I think that was kind of, I think he, he appreciated us keeping it cool. Like, yeah, not yeah. blowing up a spot. Yeah, but no, like, Dude, even talking to him on the, the interview, he was super humble, talking about possibly getting WWE, talking about all the rumors that end up being true. So congrats to him for sure. I think it's ironic that he said uh, he'd like his first match in NXT to be against uh, the Velveteen Dream, uh, Patrick VD. Clark. Which Our guy, I VD. I don't know. Uh, the, the official, oh, yeah, uh, the we, official uh, stamp. He's been stamped. By stamped the but, I mean, and we don't just hand out. I think it's more of only, a brand, honestly. He's the only stamp, it's actually, more, he's that we've branded. ever given out. The only st- <laughs> no, it's definitely the only stamp. 100% the only stamp VD that's been given is, out. VD is definitely supported here on, on the podcast. I said it to 3D. We support VD. We, we support 3D. And VD. <laughs> but uh, that was a great segment. The part I loved the most, first of all, the elbow was... Sick. Uh, mean, I, I, mean love, elbow. I love how they're keeping the Purple Rainmaker name. I love it. I don't. I don't like the name. You don't? I, I, why, I like, why rip Why rip Okada like that? Why not just Because it shows that they're aware. I love but it. It's a, ah, but he, I love it. He's his own character, man. He's the Velveteen Dream. Why would he need to rip someone else? Dude, for but, he, a, but at the same time, is he not ripping the American Dream? I, I see. I don't see it that way. I don't feel like he's ripping the American Dream. I don't know. I mean... That's like a different... That's a different character to me. Well, I mean, that also, you know, when Patrick Clark was still the Patrick Clark guy... He had those American ass tights with did, the yeah. eagle on them. Yeah, DC boy. Yeah, that wasn't that one of his gimmicks. Wasn't he like a, a like a super yeah. patriotic guy? I mean, for a well, while I, or... I heard on the live events he started doing like this Trump. He was like a Trump thing. guy. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Which I guess I heard Brian Cage. I think Brian was, Cage was, doing was, was it too, trying yeah. to do at a, at a time. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. But it's, it's uh, honestly like it's crazy to see him go from tough enough to this. Uh, even talking to Leo about how they first got started yeah. over in Maryland, and so that was kind of cool and. I mean, it's crazy how full circle they're they're back in the same spot. Uh, his first, very first segment, which is more, times. you know what I mean? So Exciting definitely, I do the the boot was good. I'm digging the commitment to the character. Again, we support VD here on the show. We do the elbow. We've always, we've honestly always supported VD. Yeah, uh, I mean, we had some choice words to say here and there, but I mean, after seeing him at the live events, man, like he definitely knows how to get heat. Right now, the crowd, dude. It's crazy because that first interaction with him and Alistair, the crowd was on him. Yeah. When, when soon as he, he like yeah. got down. It's just a cool <laughs> pairing, man. It, it just reminds you like it reminds you of some shit that that you haven't seen in a while. Like with I, those types of that, like, that, like, that character contrast. A little bit of gold dust, a little bit of uh, right. Yeah, you got the gold dust, like Undertaker, like like it, like. Uh, hey, you know it's funny. It's like it, as far as his character, there is mystique there. 100% there is mystique. mystique there. The and guy then, like sits in a meditative stance and like ignores yeah. people. Like he's got somewhat of a of an aura to him, you yeah. know. So and, and, uh, and it's, his it, promo work's been pretty pretty on point so far yeah. from what I've seen. Yeah, no, I, so, I've been a fan. I've been a fan for sure. Velveteen's got like a like Velveteen. I feel like has like very like a like high high potential to be a very strong mic worker. But right oh, now 100%. he's not really there yet uh, but, but he's well, definitely well, he's definitely got potential well, i mean that's not his fault because you know the ambiance wasn't right 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 uh so i mean you got to take yeah. that into consideration 100 um yeah. but i mean what i loved also was he <laughs> when he when he hit when he hit the the apron and was like say my name yeah he, yeah he's like really Alistair, he what's my name yeah. and i was like oh i was like this is so this is provocative in a great way right it now. is yeah and then even down to like him him like yelling for him to say his name yeah. up the ramp and 
you know, kudos to Morrow saying, you know, him not getting the acknowledgement he's seeking from Alistair. Alistair just sitting up there like stone face. I, I love that segment. Watching was, NXT doesn't doesn't watching NXT feel like watching wrestling when you were it's like an, it's younger? a whole other it's a like dude doesn't like, it, don't don't you get bro, the same feeling? It's funny you say that because I was watching that match with, with Drew McIntyre and Roddy, and I was like, yeah. you know, what's funny. I was like, this is better. Like a better alternative than WWE. It's like it's almost like I've like, I've, I've like, honestly thought check. I've honestly thought, dude. Because like like, but hold on, like, look, yeah, tell I'm me sorry. if I'm wrong. Is NXT not like TNA if it was way better? Yeah, it's it's like TNA if WWE owned it and like kept it and like kind right? of like it was just kind of like the like a really good kept like a, the best kept secret. Of, dude, like I, I was thinking that I mean because there's guys you know, there's new guys. Yeah. And guys are getting new no, characters. Dude, like there's guys, all kinds guys, of, guys that you see in the indies are are in and out. Like then sometimes repackage. Sometimes yeah. they're sometimes they're allowed to keep what they've got. It's a it's a star factor. It's, I mean they they got the, the and it's a constant zone, it's a constant revolving door sale. of talent also. So you yeah. don't ever get sour on talent because the talent is always leaving it's always, and there's yeah, new talent 100%. coming in. It's I don't know. Like I was thinking, it's weird. I mean I, I'm not not to put down TNA, but I was looking at it. I was like, there's existing guys. Yeah, guys coming back. It, this is I was like this is almost like a TNA if if like if it like you said WWE yeah. owned it or I mean if and if not a TNA just an entire different alternative altogether not just a developmental and, every, and I fight with people on the daily not on the daily but like a lot of them like they get a lot of critics on the NXT product they're like you guys are dumb this is just developmental why does it matter I'm like it does dude it, it to me it matters like that's like if someone's playing in the D League yeah and they're, and they're trying to make it to to the actual play on the like make it to the Laker bench. They can't like so. What it doesn't matter that they're good and putting up points and putting put stats up. Like, yeah, you gotta look strong for you to get that 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 push up. But it's you not even I mean? really. I mean, it is de- developmental, but that's why it's good. It's good yeah. because it's developmental. It's, it's, There's no I, development going on yeah. on the main roster. Development is happening in yeah. one place, and you need development to have to, to be. To, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's that, a great. That's a NXT great is consistently producing talent. Whether or not it becomes huge star talent, that's up to the main roster. That's up to the guys that book that show and run that show. But as far as NXT goes, they have they have squeezed almost every ounce of talent out of everybody they've had, except for a, f- a few guys and, and like Sammy Callahan, them, they guys, guys like them that. Just right, like on, on different, like they 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 uh, they rotate the, the the roster pretty well. They do, I mean, yeah. Like I mean. They make sound booking decisions. Yeah. They don't overdo crazy stipulation matches. And when they actually do them, Very they true. mean something. Very true. So. And, and the, the thing that I like, I like, like for me in particular is like, I, I'm, I'm a mark for Street Profits and I laugh about right, it. But right. those guys are entertaining as fuck to me. You know what I mean? To the point where when I don't never, I never know when they're on until I watch NXT. I'm like, oh shit, they're on? And yeah. I'm like, and then I realized the last time I saw them, I'm like, see, like this is. These guys make you they they know what to do like and then, like you said the, the the development is happening in the wrong right. place like it is it's like it's almost like they need to create a whole other developmental department for the main roster yeah. because but then think about it this way because because NXT also has that vibe to it where it's also like an exhibition yeah for guys like they like there's a, there's always a squash match almost every single yeah true sometimes even two true. And you're still entertained by it because you're like, oh, I get to see what these guys can do. I've never seen these guys before. Yeah. I get to see what they look like as a team. They destroy these guys, and their stock stock is always rising. So I mean, you see, and and that's one of the and that's what's crazy because back to me saying like I'm arguing with these guys about oh it's just developmental. I yeah. that's the argument I use. I'm like yeah, but people got to buy stock in themselves before they can even look good to be bought as a real threat or a real right. competition to anyone in the crowd before they can move up. I mean, they got to impress somebody. Oh, that doesn't matter. It's just develop. Like, dude, what are you talking about? The yep. performance is very much. All of a, the, the best guys on the main roster now were all, all NXT guys for the most part. So yeah. 
you're talking about developmental, but the guys you're watching now and you're big fans of and you're buying their fucking t-shirts. Yeah. And you're like, I love, like, you know, you're going crazy for Seth Rollins. The guy's <laughs> the first fucking NXT champion. Exactly. He comes from NXT. So, like, Kevin Owens. Like, all there's tons of these guys. All New Day, uh, Big E. Everybody. I mean, Xavier Woods and Big E. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, It's crazy because, like, that's one thing I have to give credit for because there's a lot of times where I'm worried for NXT just because I'm like, well... With these people gone, what's going to happen? And then they always turn it around, dude. And, yeah. and, and it, it literally feels like a totally different product. They always reshuffle their roster, and it's yeah. it's 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 amazing. It's and they sh- honestly they show love to a lot of the roster. Yeah, they do. Like like and they show love in, in a sense of like like almost in the sense of the stuff that you want to see that the main roster like like man, how come this guy doesn't get a shake? And then all of a sudden this guy will get a shake. You may not see him again, but like yeah. oh man, oh yeah, you got you got to win. Like yep. and and again, it's like that's I think that's the the allure and, and the appeal of tuning in to NXT every every week is like you know you're gonna get an appearance from some of the the main the main players but you never know who's gonna be wrestling who and it, I don't know man like, I mean especially like dude that Roddy uh, Drew McIntyre match yeah whoo mm-hmm. great fucking match dude yeah, yeah honestly like I told Doc maybe match of the year for NXT so you think so I still think that Aleister Black uh, was it Kyle oh, O'Reilly oh that was I well, think that was that was that better than uh, Aleister and Hideo you think yeah. I think so. Man. Alistair and, Alistair and Kyle, and and really Kyle O'Reilly, that's my pick yeah, that was for really NXT cool. match of the year so far. Although that, Mac, that, uh, that, I'm trying to think of the matches that were on the last takeover, though. Well, there was the Sanity, the tag match between Sanity and Authors of Pain. Yeah, which, that was a great match. Dude, what, what's up with Authors of Pain? I, I'm wondering if, they, if they're going to come back. I think Authors of Pain are done on, the, on, on NXT, man. I think they're going Honestly, to Honestly, like, I would love for them to come back with Samoa Joe. You think so? That would be dope. Man, I don't know. I don't know if Joe, do you, like, with it, like, stable? like, so what do you do with, uh, with, um, Ellering? He's still there because Joe well, doesn't. Joe certainly doesn't. I was telling my mouth, brother, like, I don't, I don't see Ellering doing, like, maintaining the, like, the schedule, like, the flight schedule and all that. Like, oh, do you yeah. see him, like, so you don't think that Ellering is going to be with that, with, like, I mean, I don't know. I them, mean, with their act anymore. I will like this. If Ellering wasn't there and it was Samoa, yeah. Samoa Joe would still be a great mouthpiece. Hundred percent. Yeah, you know I, what I mean. So, but I don't, I don't buy that Ellering would would be there with Joe. Also, it doesn't make a lot of sense. No, and, and that's and that's nothing. Because Ellering always like, has that like like his whole thing is like these are my monsters and this and that. Yeah. But Joe is like not anybody's monster. He's his own. I mean, and, and it, it'd be a shame if he's not just because of the fact that I enjoy him as like one of the only managers. Yeah. Uh, right now, I mean, you got you know, uh, Maurice, but she's out. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's not a whole lot of managers. Out. I mean, I'm, I mean I'm, like I'm Titus. Thinking, I'm thinking all these wrestlers too. What'd you say? I said Titus, but he wrestles. Yeah, Paul Heyman. Know. Yeah, Paul Heyman. Yeah, he'd be the only one as uh, well. But I'm, I'm, I'm thinking authors of pain are, are not going to be back in NXT. Yeah. I, I, well, I mean, it's just the thing is that what's strange about it is how they didn't even get a rematch for yeah. their titles. Yeah. Uh, so that, that's that's the one thing that's kind of weird about it. So that's why I was thinking they they're still going to like hang on for that. But then it's been. What? It's been a while now. It's been it's yeah, been at least. So, it's, and yeah. my brother was like, "I think they may be writing another book." <laughs> I was yeah. like, "Probably, man." Like, uh, I mean, their titles are gone, so I'm not, I'm not too sure. I mean, that, and that's why we kept saying like all the possibilities about oh maybe maybe they'll pop up in No Mercy and break up the the Cena Roman match. So nobody, because yeah. uh, dude, they they got to do something. I, I guess they I, it matters who they work with because they're gonna hurt some some guys for sure. Definitely, they're gonna have they're gonna have a pretty good run. I think in, on the main roster, they're pretty. They have to, dude. I mean, maybe we'll finally see them versus the Ascension, because I know we've been talking about. That's that a match a that they that didn't they do that, didn't they do that match on in NXT or they didn't? No, they never. That, no. That's a match they should have definitely had in NXT, but it's not nobody. It's not that's not an, an arena match. Nobody's gonna get nobody in arena is gonna give a fuck about that match because they don't care about the Ascension. But in full sale, the Ascension are a big deal, 
and AOP's. Oh no, they do. have to do that match at a sale. It, ha- at, at a full it would have sale. to be in full sale. Oh the, yeah, I mean, I mean when they came back for what was it? Uh, was it Enzo and Cass or no no it, it no. was uh, American Alpha right? Yeah, the Alpha. Yeah, yeah, they do. They they still cared when they came back. Yeah, like anybody that comes back to NXT, they they have mad they show love. Yeah, it's like NXT's. I, I don't want to compare it to ECW because it's not like ECW at all. But it has, but it has that, that fringe, even though it's even though it is a WWE product. It's got yeah. that kind of you know. That's why. That's why I think. I mean, I don't know. I'm I'm just hoping at some point the Bucks and Omega can jump over and that. And I don't know, man. I don't know if that'll ever happen. So I mean, like I feel like because it's funny because like, the amount of money they make without yeah, outside of WWE and they get to pick when they work. I know how often they work. Which is great for their. There's a part of me that hopes body. that they never sign. They never. No, sign I mean, also, and the so. thing is, it's like it's no, like it's, it's like not knowing them because I don't know them, but I I like how they like to play the game as far as yeah. like the theatrics and wrestling. Yeah. It's like, why wouldn't they can have just walk around with a continuous fu to WWE yeah. just by like look at all this money I make. I don't need your guys' money. Like I have I have nothing but admiration for those guys. I've kind of noticed. I started to notice like some people like like hate like were hating on them and stuff like who. Or like when I was on, I've I've been on like on a squared circle, and like people were were met like kind of during the whole cease and desist thing. There, a lot of people kind of had that nar- that narrative of like, well, they stole the hand signs and suck it. And it's like, dude, like if you you say that shit, but you've never seen these guys. If you see these guys well, live, if you're in the building and yeah. you're watching the Young Bucks, there's no way that you're not that you're not like, wow, these guys are the the the, the energy. The, the the pageantry the showmanship like it's, it's top notch it's the best show you can watch honestly. bro like, like they, it's the, the best show and, you can watch and the dumb thing about it is those are those, those are the voices of the people that are ill informed or right. or just not yeah. informed because it's like they and 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 you could dude like uh there's actually a table for three out it's been out for a while it's Kevin Nash Shawn Michaels and AJ Styles yeah on the WWE Network so you oh, can shit, check it out yourself yeah. like they there's they've been given their blessing for that like there's no stealing like they have a blessing right, yeah, from the yet. originators to do what they do and again we said it before any everything in wrestling's borrowed like it is especially yeah. i mean kevin nash he's like dude you're making us look cool they're so, essentially I mean, their gimmick is that they were fans of the nwa in the yeah. attitude era and then they just became wrestlers and they just are still they're still kind of those those kids that were fans of yeah that, that era of wrestling Which, i mean and i mean it, it's funny because it's like it's funny how no one was hating when they were kind of doing the rockers thing, right? Right, yeah, yeah. So like, well, that's because it's been so it's been long, and that that you know that was a so. so but but so, they still so had far. the you know the like the frills and everything right, exactly. at the bottom of the you yeah. know the, the flare of the of the of the the pants and all. Like, yeah. Because I remember when I first saw them in TNA, I was like, dude, who are these guys? Like, I yeah. mean, oh, they're wearing that on purpose. Like, this is not like a, a gimmick that they're doing. And you know, no, and then they do. They, I, I'm a fucking fan. Like they, and they, they, and that's that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't see them signing. And, and and Cody's get <coughs> excuse me Cody Cody's getting there really quick too. It's like they get they're in a position where it's like, dude, we don't need your money. So what are you yeah, gonna definitely. come with? You know what I mean? They, I think the Bullet Club's as strong as it's ever been. But can can I can I let me let me holler at you about this Bullet Club thing actually because this is an idea I was talking to my brother about, and I think we may have uh, brought it up a little bit off air and a little bit on air last podcast. But I was thinking like because we're like you know saying that the, how the club. And Finn need to get together, and they need to stop bullshitting around about the. I mean, these are these are the three guys that that really made like the Bullet Club like really like buzzing in WWE yeah. because they were coming over, uh, AJ too, and and I was I tell my brother I'm like, dude, how would you feel if they actually started a whole new NWO? Like if they're gonna do that season decision, 
I was like, what if they actually did a whole new NWO? Like a like a but but but, but it wouldn't be on some not in some bullshit. Like it wouldn't. Well, be, would, it, would it be called the NWO or would it be have a different name? I mean, it could be the club. Or uh, that's could, what I'm saying. If they're gonna do a lot of long for a long, people want them to just make their own version of the Bullet Club. Like we and, all and, we all kind of want them and, to do that. Because what? what I yeah. But then again, I also don't want them to just rip straight from well, the see, Bullet Club. I, I, like, these and, are all guys that these are guys that that, that yeah. came up with these ideas. Yeah, and 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 that's what I was gonna say. I was like, you know, if they have these guys and they have all these fucking shirts plastered all over their arena, right? You see them in NXT. Yeah. You see them, you see them everywhere, everywhere, dude. Everywhere. And it's like people come in. You walk in a hot topic and buy dude, one. Dude, like there's people that have said like they seen like like first time. Uh, goers of wrestler uh, of wrestling shows, and they see the shirt, and they see a surplus of these shirts, and they go to the the merch card, and they're like, "Oh yeah, I'll take one of those Bullet Club shirts." Uh, yeah, we don't sell those. Yeah, yeah. That's I mean, like if you have the guys, like you said, that originate that, yeah. it's popular. So like, it's funny. It's like, is why wouldn't they take that and use it to their advantages, making their own version of it? Yeah. I mean, I mean, especially because it'd be different if they had like the sub guys, like you know. But right. they have like the originators. Yeah, they like, have so the they have the original leaders of the Bull Club. I mean, they have like, they have Carl Machine Gun Carl Anderson, yeah. Finn Balor, yes. AJ Styles. AJ Styles joined. You know, he he wasn't. But, there, but Doc but Gallows, Finn was. He, yeah, and Gallows I mean, was there. So, I mean, I, I and, and it's like, why wouldn't you if you're just, if you're really trying to monopolize? And I'm not a fan of it, of the monopoly aspect of it. But it's like I think it would be very successful. I mean, bro. and, and like, if you're gonna put all really four guys, those guys together, it might. It might serve Finn a little bit better because it wouldn't, you know, it would take the pressure off Finn a little bit. AJ could be the leader until eventually Finn could, you know, you could tell a whole story with Finn yeah. becoming the leader and, you know, getting rid of Cause AJ. Because that, that's the only thing. Because what I was thinking is what how to solve that. Yeah. Is they it could span on two different shows. They oh, don't have like to be on. They don't have to be on one of, show. They can right, take yeah. over both shows. Yeah, but see, I wouldn't want them to. I, I would. Want, I would want them to use all members of the Bull Club. I wouldn't want them to just throw in new guys. As, no, no, and, and I mean, I, I think there would be like. Not too many new guys. I because yeah. it's funny. A lot of people they 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 always wanted Alexa Bliss to join to be a Ballard Club girl. I don't. I don't. I don't, I, I don't, I'm, I don't I'm get like that. I'm like uh, whatever. I mean, but I think a girl would be good. I don't know who. I don't know if anyone on the current Becky main would event be, roster. Becky would be good for it. You think Becky would be yeah. good for it? I think you know so. what? I mean, she already kind of does the the. Yeah, she's got but, the. <laughs> she, you know, she and she would be good for it. She's funny. You know. I mean, because I honestly could see a just real cocky, heelish Finn. And then I, I could even see Finn getting the blush and then bring back the survey. Because uh, can you imagine, like, why, especially if they have the cease and desist, it's like, well, since it's ours, we might as well use it. Yeah. And just, it's just be, it'll be a bigger F you to them. I mean, not that, again, not, but it, I love the competition and, like, just kind of the snarkiness of the competition and just like. But so if you're, so you're saying that Finn, Finn, Gallows, and Anderson would be on, uh, on Raw, right? And then you're saying they would just throw two new guys with AJ because they don't have any other Bullet Club guys currently on the roster. Don't that's know. true, man. That's that's very true. I mean, and, and, and there's no way that like, they there's no way that they could like throw the revival with him because then like the revival are like not Bullet Club type nah, guys. I mean, so, what about the, the Usos? Nah, man. Those they have their, <laughs> the Usos have their own thing going. Yeah. They don't need to be like part of part of a, a faction. It doesn't really make sense for them to be in it. I mean, I can't. I mean, it's it's, it's not the fashion police. No. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. 
Yeah, that's that's uh, that's why I think if they're gonna do it, they should. <laughs> You're gonna hate if, me for this. If one. they're gonna do it, what about Enzo? No, fuck that, dude. Are you kidding me, dude? <laughs> what if? What about? Oh no, Cassidy Enzo is the wrong. complete fucking opposite of the bull club. Well, what if there's a shuffle? What what if? Uh, well, I guess we'll just still the three. You have to keep the three together. If you're doing, I think if you're doing bull club in WWE, it should be Gallows, Anderson, Finn, and AJ in a stable four man stable. And if they want to add more members, I guess they could, but. I I uh, I think that I don't think that Finn's ready to be the leader well, of a. What, what if they had maybe, if not one more member uh-huh. and a girl, what if they had like a girl and like a I don't want to say a manager but one of those figures like a Rick Rude, or somebody that's always that's like a he's there. Well, like a like a Virgil. I, yeah, I guess a Virgil was someone yeah. that's just always in the suit, but yeah, not, yeah. you know what I mean, like uh, carries the title or something. Like it, yeah. Like like Paul Michael Cole, Michael Cole. Oh, Paul Michael Cole, no. Oh God, no. Corey what Graves. What what what? A, Corey Graves would be good. Corey Graves would be good. What about what about Paul Heyman? See, I don't I don't want to keep. I, I feel like Heyman's already kind of got his his uh, everything. Like he was Brock's Cause, manager. Cause, okay, he was the ECW guy. Check He's, this out. What if they take out Brock when Brock finally leaves? Dude, Brock's Brock's leaving pretty soon. I don't think that, that they're gonna they're gonna throw this club thing together at any time soon. Rumble. We'll see, man. I'm I'm hoping for the, I'm hoping for something, man. They got to do something. They, they, I mean, the last thing about it, the last battle royal that those guys were in, they had that little brief club moment. Yeah. So I just don't see. Here's the thing. I'm just afraid I'm gonna stop. Oh, Big ca- Show has to be in it. I'm just afraid. <laughs> <laughs> Booker okay. T. Oh, it could be Booker Kane, T. Kane and Big Show. Dude. Oh, uh, Kane. <laughs> <laughs> nah. But I'm like afraid that I'm gonna stop caring about Finn. You know, um, and, and that's why I think that kind of angle, if they were to try, I mean, it doesn't yeah. have to be exactly like an NWO. Yeah, I think if they did it, they should. It should be like the bulk. They should just do. They should just come up with some new ideas. Those guys are funny. You know, call Carl Anderson, Machine Gun. Uh, you know, Luke Doc Gallows. Like those guys are funny. Yeah. yeah. Um, and and AJ is funny. Like the AJ when AJ was with them, they were entertaining. Imagine if it was with Finn also in it. Dude, you know? the, the beat up John Cena, and then eventually, and then the eventual struggle for leadership with Finn and AJ, which could pay off in a fucking amazing rivalry. And, and yeah, so I mean, it's it's I think I think it's there for the taking. They already have the the, the guys on the roster, and none of them are doing anything important. So so, so would you just add Becky? If if they were going to start adding members, yeah, then I would add a female member. But I I wouldn't add them unless it felt like it needed to. to I mean, I guess you. Could I would add start Becky. off. I would start off with four four members, and if it really started to pick up momentum, then I would maybe add some more. I, I guess you can add Becky as far as um, being on SmackDown with AJ. Yeah, you can. I think that I think that eventually they would probably add a female, but I don't think they would add any anybody anybody else. What about Baron Corbin? No, no, he's not cool. <laughs> he's not funny. He's not cool. All right, then who's cool on SmackDown that could that could be? I don't know, man. I don't think you should. I don't think you have to add anybody. Fashion, I, here's my fashion police. This for is sure. my this is my this is my this is my Bullet Club on SmackDown Live. Okay. Uh, AJ Styles is the leader. Uh, Finn Balor. Uh, you know the, the Gals Anderson and Becky Lynch. That's my that's my uh, club. But if it's a Balor Club, then it's not Balor Club. It's not called. They, they'd have to come up with a different name for it. I mean, <laughs> the club, maybe just the club. They could just keep the club, I guess. I mean, they were, I the like club. They, they were the club when it was just them three. And then, right. So then you just add, you just add Finn and Becky and you call it a day. Also, Becky was trained by Finn. He, she's also Irish. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, Oh, that, that's, that, that's a, yeah. That, so that, I mean, it's just, kind of it, a shoe in right there. Right it, there. Yeah. I'm just saying, dude, like that's, to me, that's, that, that would hey, be the, okay, the best. Okay. Time out. What if Oscar was in fucking Butler club? 
I don't know, man. I don't think would why, that be too much because she don't even need it, right? Because well, Oscar's so dominant. Like you, yeah. like you'd have so many. So you're telling me you had Finn, AJ, and Oscar in one stable. It's like you don't even need to have all. Like it's crazy enough having Finn and AJ in there, and that's what would be the compelling part. Yeah, it's like, no, 100%. who's the alpha? And then AJ would be the alpha at first because he's the vet and he's the you know best in the world right now at least. Yeah. Uh, and then eventually, obviously, Finn could could you know go go over. Go toe to toe with him, yeah. yeah. And, I mean, who do you see uh, walking away as the the leader if they, that happens down the road? If well, I I would see AJ as the the leader originally for a while, and yeah. then I would see uh, they would start to add more members, and then Finn would 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 kick AJ. Finn would like like they would have one of those moments where they kicked AJ out. Oh, okay, yeah. Just kind of how they kicked I, him out. As and, long as it's not no aces and eights bullshit. You know no, I mean? fuck that. No, no, no aces <laughs> and eights shit. Um. I want to ask you one more thing before we get out of here because I know we got to take another break. Uh, I, I mean, I know we, we were kind of real critical, and I still, I still was. I mean, but I am actually interested in the new developments of everything. Uh-huh. Uh, this Enzo situation because you know we were there for No Mercy, uh, and and again, uh, I was talking to my brother. I was like, you know, I felt bad because we were commenting on the whole low blow and like, oh, where did the fuck did that come from? And, shit. and you know, I actually had to catch up with two hundred five. Um, the last couple of weeks, actually, pretty good stuff going on two hundred five live. Shout out to three DBs. He was saying the same thing. People would not know. There's a lot of like I haven't been watching. Dude, it, so. Jack Gallagher is heel now. He's a heel, dude. He's heel. He fights in like his uh, suit with his his uh, sleeves rolled up. Oh, that's kind of cool. On some fisticuffs, the hands yeah. tape, and he's he's teamed up with Brian Kendrick now. Really? Yeah. Brian Kendrick's uh, like his mentor, or what? I don't know. It's weird. It's like they 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 been beating up Cedric uh, Alexander. Huh. So. Uh, but um, there's there's been a lot of a lot of a lot of good good actual programming actually. I'll start on. watching 205 when they when they decide to sign Ricochet and make him. The, yeah, I know the, right? uh, the star. Uh, seriously, um, but yeah. So there was a segment on that Go Home 205 Live before No Mercy that I wasn't aware of, where uh, you know Enzo comes out does his like five minute long promo, Neville comes out interrupts him and then he's like you know because i guess uh i didn't see that there was that five-way match five-way elimination match for the number one contendership to begin with did you watch that match uh it was uh cedric alexander uh brian kendrick mustafa lee i believe uh enzo and then um I no, won. did enzo win that yeah I did. how did he and win then, so this is what happened when he got in the ring i think tony tony nice was in there he got in the ring and all four of the guys t- uh, turned on him, beat him up, and threw him out the ring. So he was gone the whole match. And then he just he and Cedric it Cedric and- Dan- uh, Cedric Anderson, that's what he calls him. Cedric Alexander was uh, he Lombard checked everybody, and right after he got rid of the last guy, which I think it was Brian Kendrick, maybe. Yeah. He came in, rolled him up, handful of tights, and just beat him. So I guess he was already on this like yeah, uh, you know, dusty finish type streaks. And then you know, so back on 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 the the go home two hundred five live, you know, he's having this you know promo showdown with freaking uh, Neville. Neville's like, dude, like all that stuff you, that that you've been doing, like it's not gonna work in our match. Like, you know, I was gonna take it easy on you and just make this quick, but you know, yeah, I, I'm gonna have pleasure in this because I mean, what are you gonna do, Enzo? And he's like, you can't fight. <laughs> and yeah. Everybody was like, oh, and then he's because I guess he had low blowed somebody else before in another match. And um, so he was saying, like, dude, you can't win with all that, all those tactics. It's not even going to – you're a joke, whatever, right? And then um, Enzo's like, you know what? You're right. Oh, that's not going to win at no mercy. And it's not going to – probably wouldn't be the match at no mercy. But, you know, tonight ain't no mercy. And then he just drops the mic and kicks him in the nuts. Yeah. So that's – and so I didn't realize that the kick in the nuts from no mercy was a continuation from that. Okay. 
so I, it made me understand it a little bit more, yeah. but it was still kind of weird finish. But I'm honestly digging the aftermath of as far as like that Monday after where everybody attacked him and then the Braun thing after the, the cameras went off. Uh, and I told my brother too, I was like, well, this has to be something set up because every one of the cruiserweights touched him and he had that clause. So yeah. something's It would have been a cool moment to introduce a real star, but they pulled Kalisto. Dude, I, I, I mean, and I, I have no problems with Kalisto. Yeah. I, mean, I was going to say no, no shade. He's got, Kalisto's he's got no, just, he's got no buzz right now. Like I was really underwhelmed. Uh, what, who, what, so I told you like off, off the, off that would have been a good moment for Aries to come back though. Oh man, that would have just been. <laughs> I would have marked that for sure. Yeah. Uh, I was. I thought it was either going to be Leo Rush. Uh, that, see that? Yeah. I, but that, I heard, there's uh, no way he's not going to NXT first. I, I heard whispers of Ricochet, like like you mentioned earlier. I don't think Ricochet. Uh, but I don't, I don't know, think, man. I don't think Ricochet I can heard, sign until next. I, I was even thinking maybe Ray was going to be Rey Mysterio because I've been hearing he's been oh, talking yeah. to it. See, I, I don't even think I'd popularly for that. Well, yeah, I would initially with him coming back, but then I mean. I don't know. I guess Enzo Moore, yeah. They need a star. They need a young star that they can put in there and have have classic matches with Neville and bring up the division. Because right now you have Neville and you have all these guys are, that are talented, yeah. but don't have any star power yet because they don't even have an, a, a real identity. And, and, and there's no consistent building with you all of them. They, they have, have a lot of guys have that, so much guys and there's so many hours. They have a lot of guys program, with potential. Yeah. Like if all of those guys were in NXT, like not at the same time, but if they had yeah. gone through the NXT system, then... Yeah. But they didn't. They went straight. Now they're on the main roster, and it's and, you know. Yeah, and they're just expected just to have a a, a fan base or yeah. a build already or like a buzz. And yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like I I, I am digging the current storyline though with the how they're all just. I mean, because to me it was like, man, we we rather not even fight you for the belt if you're the champ. Like you're whack. <laughs> like, yeah. You know what I mean? But Enzo has been. I, I have to say, like I watched that 205 live following after he got beat up, and I love the heel work, man. When he when yeah. he attacked Neville. And he actually showed that he can, he, dude. He was like, you know, doing the mounted punches and like punch, like, oh, what's wrong, dog? Oh, you don't like it, dog? Yeah. You don't like it? And I'm like, oh man, okay. He's showing that he can get vicious for reals instead of getting thrown around all the time, and it, you know, looking up the ceiling all wide eyed and <laughs> shit. So it's like, I, I dug that. I dug, you know, how he was doing his own. Oh, he deserved it. Yeah. And you know, the crowd was just booing him, and then even like the next night where, uh, you know, I think it was a uh, Monday where he was still kind of going back and forth with the heel stuff and just like yeah no i've been entertained I mean, by his promo work is always good he's, yeah he's good at that i just i just hate to watch a match with him yeah length, lengthy yeah oh yeah i mean but i love he's great he's i love to listen to him talk he's good at talking he's very good at talking so. i mean when you think about it we were hating so much on this fool and then we got so mad that he won the title we wanted to see someone whoop his ass and now we're they got us tuning in the 205 live see who's gonna whip his ass yeah but that's but, cool but now who's but gonna now whip it's his Kalisto, ass it's Kalisto it's Kalisto and it's just like there. that's like WWE in a nutshell for you like, I mean uh, the, the opportunity is there but then it's just kind of yeah. what's the payoff outside of uh, the, the two we named uh, being Ricochet and Leo Rush was there anybody on the main roster you would have rather seen uh, as a cruiserweight or like that way it came out I mean you said Austin Aries as well but I mean who who's a guy on NXT right now that could be Johnny Gargano Gargano. Gargano would have gotten a big pop. I think that would have probably would have been 100%. I, yeah, I can't think of someone else. Gargano would have been a good... I didn't even think about Gargano. I would have, he, he could have been He could have been a good pick. Yeah, he just kind of popped. Yeah, I don't know. I can't think of anybody else. I mean, because they'd have to be a face, right? Somewhat? Yeah, I think so. I think or I, it could be a heel. At this point, I think they want anybody, anybody I mean, to I mean, because even Neville's low-key getting, getting cheered at this point. Yeah. He, you know, it's kind of weird, but... 
Uh, I don't know. Yeah, like I said, I, I'm really, I'm kind of digging where they're going with it. I'm interested to see where it goes. Uh, Enzo's <laughs> running down the division like every freaking yeah. week. So that's been definitely entertaining, even though I don't like, I want to see these guys wrestle. So I yeah. don't know what the deal is. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess we got to tune in to see. But because, um, I mean, they got Hell in a Cell, and then it's what, TLC? Is it not TLC? Is it TLC? Survivor Series, right? Is, is TLC before Survivor Series? Uh oh yeah TLC wait is it? I know they uh when we went to No Mercy they uh, isn't Survivor Series in November? Yeah, usually is. Okay, so what TLC's at the end of this month then, and then Survivor Series is in November? Unless uh, I always thought TLC was in uh December and Royal Rumble was in January, but I guess they yeah, changed they changed TLC, the schedule. Yeah, they no, TLC the schedule usually is at the end of the year. I, wonder, yeah. I mean, I was thinking maybe they were gonna push it to. Uh, I think TLC you're right was, though. I think it might be the end of this month. I think it might. I think they might have Hell in a Cell, and then two weeks from now might have might like, like be the TLC. beginning of November or something. And then two right? weeks from them there, I guess because because that'll be a shared pay per view, so it'd be like start over. Yeah, that's kind of I don't know. It's weird because then what would they do for December? I mean, I don't know. They've been resurrecting pay per views and stuff, so I don't know. What <laughs> I don't know what they got. Yeah, I mean, speaking of which, yeah, it's not and, like they can do the Bash, the mean, Great American Bash, because that would have to be in the summer, <laughs> one, right? Usually it is, yeah. but you know NXT is starting up the war games again. So that's that's interesting. Some real interesting stuff. I I've, I don't want. I haven't read anything about it because I don't want the product to be spoiled for me because yeah, I enjoy it so I'm much. With you, it's been a so while. I'm ex- I'm looking forward to when that gets revealed so we can actually talk about it in depth. I'm, all I'm saying, and I told you, I, I, yeah. I've said this to you before, and, and I know we're about to get out of here because I know you got to get out of here, man. But uh, all I'm saying is, I'm calling it now, and I said it before. We've seen a little bit of seeds being planted. Uh-huh. War Games, Drew McIntyre, Sanity versus Undisputed and Roddy Strong. Or name. Undisputed because he may be yeah. wearing a t-shirt. Or possibly... I mean, that, just... that segment was great. That yeah. segment was great. It was, it was good. I, it could just be... Uh, or even if, that, if it doesn't turn out with McIntyre and, and Roddy, it could just be Sanity versus... Uh, I don't want to call it well, the Well, they're already or... doing that next week, right? Oh, are they doing? They're doing a six man. Yeah, they're doing a okay. six man. I think either next week or the week after. But it's it's not a. a so takeover, yeah, McIntyre kind of, and San- see McIntyre and Sanity just seems like a weird pairing though, because Sanity's not really they're not. Well, really I mean, I, he got that link with Killian because they they wrestled in ICW together and, oh, okay. they, and they wrestled uh you know for the number one contendership because they both had that. But wait, are you saying he would join? So there's no way he would join. No, no, Sanity. no, not just, that he would he join, just, but like, it wouldn't yeah. be. I mean, when you look at his look when he comes out yeah. with the long hair and he's just yeah. the beard and he's just you know what I mean. I feel like this. He looks more part of uh, Sanity when he comes out than Killian yeah. does. Uh, you know, because yeah. I know you're not a fan. Of that. I like Killian. I just don't like his gear. But. No, yeah, it's, yeah, it's all good, man. We uh, need to come up with a different. And I don't want to call them the Undisputed Era, so I'm gonna. We need to come up with something different to call them so that we don't have to use that name. It's just weird how their CFO, which is like the name of the group that comes up with the theme. Music. Yeah, I know why. Yeah, was, why are they calling him? Well, I made mean, Cole Fish and O'Reilly. I hate, right? I hate initial you know? names, man. Come up with a fucking name. How difficult is it? I mean, Undisputed Era. I mean, I, I always said, name. I always thought they should you be called Dishonor. I thought Dishonor. Dishonor is a great name. Like, or, the, or, the, or Dishonored. the Dishonored. Yeah, the Dishonored. Like, yeah. I, I Even thought, Dishonored. Dishonored's fine. Dude, I think that that would have been dope. Because like, it's just a bunch of guys that have no morals and they're just, you know what I'm saying? Like, like I, I, I used to live by those rules and I don't live right, by now those I, rules. Right, now, exactly. now, I'm, now I'm here where I'm at and I'm going yeah. to do what I got to do to get what I got to get. But instead, it's the Undisputed Era. What the fuck is that? I mean, that's some. That's they got it. They got. I hopefully they'll change. It. I think. They, I think that. I think that they're still at a spot where they can. They can change the name, right? Because it's still. I don't know, early. man. There's shirts. 
So what? The one shirt. And and, and they're super uh, Seth Rollins, Rollins looking. I know. That's what I was thinking too. It looks like the the original Seth shirt. You know what I mean? With, with, with like the the charcoal shading around yeah. like the the gold and all that. Yeah. So it's like, I, I like. I mean, it looks good, but I think that's why I like the shirt because it looks it looks like that. It appeals to my eye. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, definitely going to talk about the fallout of Hell and Cell. It's going to be going down Sunday. Uh, this is probably going to come out next week. I uh, do want to remind you guys to definitely go to Rival Pro uh, Wrestling uh, on all social media outlets. Uh, definitely check out the updated card we're going to be announcing in the next couple weeks. Uh, the talent we're announcing as well. Uh, I'm talking uh, Brody King, Scorpio Sky, Brian Cage, Melissa Santos will be there announcing in a little bit. Uh, I'm talking uh, uh, Peter Avalon, PPA all day, baby. Uh, you got a lot of guys, man. Bad dude Tito's going to be in, pinky. in the building. You said what? Luchasaurus. Luchasaurus and Super Panda. Best of nine series is going down. There's a lot, a lot of implications going on as well. Jeff Cobb, Mr. Athletic, will be there as well, man. You're not going to want to miss it, man. Uh, definitely purplepass.com backslash rival pro DOA, dead on arrival. October 27th, going down to Characters Bar in Pomona, man, downtown Pomona. 21 and up, definitely come through and get your pre-sale tickets, man. We're going to take one last break. Then I'll be uh, breaking down this Hell in a Cell pay-per-view with Doc Lesnar. Peace. Hey, what's going on? It's Quincy Jones Go from the Quincy Jones Show. Just had to show a little bit of love to one of our numerous sponsors here in the show that allow us to do what we do, how we do, the way we do it. Shout out to WrestleHub. You can follow them on Twitter at the WrestleHub. The, the latest in wrestling news, the scoops, interviews, who's coming back, what plans are going around, WrestleMania plans, everything, man. Who's injured, uh, who's coming back from injury. They, they got it all, man. Check them out at the WrestleHub. Go. Welcome to the Quincy Jones Show, home of the tag team champions of the IE, Quincy Jones and Doc Lesnar. Hey, what's going on? It's Quincy Jones Go. This is the Quincy Jones Show podcast. And um, as you heard earlier, myself and Mark McFly, resident Mark McFly, uh, threw down some of our predictions. Doc, uh, he threw down his predictions by proxy. Um, by now, you guys have already seen and already heard or read, you know, the fallout of Hell in a Cell. Pretty good pay-per-view. Um, and it's kind of hard because, you know, last time I won the predictions, we just started this predictions corner type of deal. Uh, this time, we actually all tied up. Uh, myself, Mark McFly, and Doc, and uh, now we have right. Doc Lesnar here. Uh, Hip hop hybrids in the building. Um, I'm gonna do this right. Welcome back to his show, the Hip Hop Hybrid, Doc Lesnar. Uh, yeah, that was, that was, that's the best you're gonna get, right? Uh, there. Hey, well, I'm back. How you guys doing, Quincy uh, Jones Show listeners? Yeah, yeah I. We, we were we were just great before. Oh, uh, before I came. Okay, well, <laughs> I'm doing just triple great because I tied with the rest of you losers. Hey, on, the, on the scoreboard. I like how you were the loser a week ago, two weeks ago. Irrelevant. Irrelevant. It's no mercy. Irrelevant. This is a Team Blue brand. Irrelevant. It's a hell in a cell with it. Actually, that makes me think about it. We need to check back in with our draft picks from like a couple shows ago or like shows oh, ago. Oh, see how they, how they landed on the show yeah, if they're yeah, doing we good? We got to get the win-loss record popping. No, no, no. See, see, screw the win-loss record. What we should do is get a point for every person we pick correctly on the roster and then two or three points for if they uh, are oh, a current champion or something. I'm, I'm not against it. because if we're going to do a win or loss, we need to set a time period between this time and this time. Yeah, it probably should have been between the original draft till. Well, actually, we're past the year, you know, so we could have done it till the the shakeup, but I don't know, we'll figure it out. I mean, it's going to be like a huge 
complicated first time ever doing this Quincy Jones sort of fantasy wrestling point scoring extravaganza. We'll fill you in. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. It sounded like The Undertaker just drew, drove by. I remember even doing that draft. We were like, wait. No, hello. Oh, yeah. I got you on picks, bro. <laughs> we, we, had, we, had, we, had a, we had a lot of ground rules we set for that draft. Uh, oh, well, <laughs> and we extended the draft. Minute. So we, much, much like that that day, we're going to get all the kinks out and figure out how we're going to score exa- this. And that's where my point. I mean, because I remember we, we actually extended the time on that draft. Because we, you were supposed to go to work. And we're yeah. Like, oh, I mean, I did go to work. but We got 10 you know, more minutes. Let's yeah. just crack them out. I mean, you, um, needed, you needed better picks, you know what I'm saying? Oh, I needed better picks. I, I think I, would, I, I brought the cruiserweight. Ah, oh, see, Austin Aries was still here when we did that. Yeah, you got to take ah, him off the list, buddy. Uh, anyway, oh. you yeah, know, Hell in the Cell though. No, Hell in the Cell left. was he left. pretty good. Um, no, no I, I, I was going to ask you how yeah. you felt about Hell in the Cell because I, 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 we watched it separately. Uh, the one thing I maintained to you, well, you, I watched. I was watching the Kevin Owens uh, match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I walked, walked in, in on that. So soon as Shane that was your first match, technically. Yeah. Yeah, and I was telling you uh, about the first match with the tag team title. That was a great match too. But yeah, you said it uh, really set the table really nice for the it, rest. To of me, the I night, felt like so, it did. Um, I watched it. Man, yeah, yeah. I mean, I didn't expect anything less from both teams because I, I hear a lot of people are starting to get a little tired of them spinning that wheel. But it's like, I mean, until other people are stepping up, and I know it's all about creative and what they're giving people, but yeah. like, no one else is stepping up, you know. So, and I don't yeah. mind seeing these guys fight. I just worry because you know in this of course Usos walked away with the titles um as I think they should have you know the cell for sure is a, a good metaphor for this penitentiary they've been talking about yeah. you know and but it just you know it leads me to think I mean I thought this was supposed to be like the blow-off match but it seems like we got to get another one if you know you think I so mean, the, the tag champs are going to want a rematch I just don't think oh be so yeah soon in that because sense, of yeah. the damage True. done you know well, well maybe because I I I uh misspoke last time mm-hmm. me and you and uh, mark the fly were doing the, the no mercy one yeah so there is a pay-per-view before survivor series except the fact that it's tlc for raw yep so there's not a, as far as i and and again anything that happened because that shit popped out a week after we dropped the podcast but no uh, well we talked about on the last episode oscar being advertised too. well yeah yeah but i guess I, i'm talking more in terms of if there's another pay-per-view opportunity before oh, just survivor oh, series okay. for for the blue brand because uh, if not, then I could see where they're forced to team up or I, I don't know. Because remember last time they did like a freaking clusterfuck of uh, Survivor Series matches. They had like a tag team. Yeah. Match and they a had little a much, match. but I, I get it because back in the day they had more than one Survivor Series yeah, match. You which know, is fine. So. But I mean, I think the tag team one where it was like the 10 on 10. Yeah, it was too many people. Because was it like if you if you defeated one of their partners or both? I, I want to say that's how it went down. It seems it like a more efficient like way to way, get the bodies out quicker, right? Yeah, I, I was going to say, I feel like that's the way WWE would would go in terms of like either filling or cutting time on a pay-per-view. I mean, like, as opposed to having, what, like 10 pinfalls or yeah. eliminations? Depending on how many is... Yeah, you know, I mean, at least up to nine. Well, I was going to say because, I mean, but not including, say, if they pin like eight... Out of the ten, and they still got all ten guys, and all of a sudden they got eight. Or was it ten on each side? Yeah. Also, it was five teams. Yeah, it was five teams on each side. Yeah, nah, yeah, that's that's way too much. That's what I was saying. Like it's, it's like that time where they had what, like thirteen, like back in the the Johnny uh, Ace days when he was running raw and he was like doing like fifteen on people power. Yeah, just uh, but, um, but back to the the pay per view though, tag team match, dope. I know we both commented on that doomsday suicide Tope. dive shoulder yeah. block into the like it was 
it was crazy. Because, I mean, when you think about it, you wouldn't even think to do a, uh, a doomsday on top of the suicide dive as a tag team move without the cell being there. I think no. that would be kind of dangerous. Yeah, oh, yeah, because uh, it would be the supposed it. to take the bump. Like. Yeah, but, dude, that was that yeah. was innovative. Uh, I, th- I told you I enjoyed the little entertainment aspects of it with Xavier with the, the kendo sticks to trap. Uh, and I think they had, like, a uh, gong or something, too. Yeah, they had a gong. They had a cowbell. Two trombones. Of course, they had the colored... Uh, I was going to say two New Day-style uh, uh, kendo sticks. Sycamore cane. Xavier played his part well. Uh, like I said, I mean, he, he played the part... That, I mean, like it kind of reminds you of how emotional he was getting during the, the White family. I was just going to say, yeah, like that, yeah, 100% it was reminiscent of that. Because I was going to say everybody involved, especially with that promo that was right before. Yeah. Like, I felt like everybody played their role like the best way it was very excellent especially the emotion i mean from you know when he had when he had uh i don't know if it was uh which oos it was if it was jimmy or jay but when he had him uh like in jail of sorts i think i want to say it was jimmy but i'm not right okay so there's that time where like people were were popping you know because he he got innovative with those sycamore candy or those those kendo sticks and you see him even like kind of jump up or or, like use one of them and like kind of you know forehead to forehead like talk yeah, know, I did some, see that. some trash, which is kind of out of character. For out of, yeah, but just in the sense of in the moment, heat of the moment, emotion, mm-hmm. like almost like this is what you wanted. So this is what we're bringing you. You know, you guys didn't yeah. think because everyone forgets that it was the new day that laid down. That the laid down you know, yeah, so 100%. and I, I like the way you said that, too, because it's just like even down to uh, I love the out of nowhere false finish. Handcuffs still on. Mm-hmm. Xavier just running and throwing his body. Yeah, and... man. I, I I didn't realize that after that spot where they strung him up on the post and were just doing home run derby on his ribs that you know with those <laughs> yeah. with those uh, candle sticks. I didn't know he still had the handcuffs on. You know, yeah, I, th- I, I, I think thought they like hooked it over his head because you know it's not yeah, a... that's right. Because he did start hitting them like almost hammer fisting one of them with the with the cuffs on. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. True, true, and. Yeah, I, I, I like I said, I had no, I have no notes on this, man. I mean, the fact that even Kofi didn't get involved once. You know what got um, me too was seeing one of the Usos do the uh, like the the Uso crazy of sorts. Oh, uh, we haven't seen that in a while. And to me, don't get me wrong, there was room, but there wasn't. Like I don't know if it was the camera angle, but I was surprised he went for it. And even in that, it wasn't as much hot. width. Yeah, yeah, because it's not as much width as we would normally see. Because there's a, a a ramp and an aisleway for yeah, them yeah, to yeah, back yeah. up into. But this one was just like. It, he definitely had the vertical for it. Like, no one will ever... I mean, I think only once the Usos clipped the rope, they still made contact when they yeah. used to do that. But, like, he de- definitely could still do it for not doing it for so long. And, like, uh, yeah, that was a pretty... I think it was on Big E, and they, Big E yeah. caught him, but, like... There was there was two... It was like the, Big uh, E tried to go for the, the, the spear yeah. spot, right? And then, then he, get, he got hit by something that was pretty... I think he... I almost he want move? to say he missed at one point. And, and just like, like I don't right think he hit it. the wall. I think he might have just fell, something of that nature. But he did hit that spear into the cell, though. Yeah, I saw that it after insane. the second time. Yeah, I, I don't like that match was great. Uh, me and Mark called it um, though. We, after talking to you, I was like, well, I don't think this would be the first quote unquote tag team match in the Hell in a Cell as we had uh, DX versus the McMahon's and Big Show. Yeah, and I think we had what, another one with like the Evolution or something. Actually, interesting fact too. Um, with me, I was you know. Uh, when I was talking to the Motu crew, they were telling me that because it's obviously a bigger cell than it yeah. used to be. Taller, oh, dude. Wider. I looked at it when it came down that first match. I was like, "It's monstrous." That thing looks yeah. like, taller. Too. But I guess when Big Show was added to that match on teaming with the McMahons, 
that became like a necessity, like, well, we need something bigger for him to be more mobile in there. And uh, specifically having five people in the ring rather than the three, which would be the ref, the competitors, and that's if you're not counting anybody doing a run-in. So I thought that was an interesting fact. Big Show, him having that history in in the cell, that's why the cell's as big as it is now, so... He's, uh, he's making changes. Yeah, he is, you know. <laughs> he's making Besides just going clean shaven, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, um, one thing I did like is that they did that, uh, I forgot what they call it. They call it the running hip attack. Oh, yeah, the um, Umaga. The, the, the Umaga, I like, I, that spot was, yeah, man, yeah, he, from, from cage to cage, he just ran right in that. You ball. know, and there was yeah. that super kick that um, Big E got hit on. On the apron, right before he hit yeah. that like STO into a back uh, backstabber. That's the spot I was trying to remember. Was it was like a backstabber? Yeah. It's crazy because I I just saw I just read the offensive sorts and I could tell there was a super kick coming, but it didn't make it any less cool. No, no. It, know, I mean, like, it, it was good. It was good. I mean, and it's funny because we spent like the first ten minutes talking about that match alone. Cause I mean, like you said, bro, like it's at the table for the rest of the night. And I mean, I agree with you. It was it was pretty much match of the night, man. And, and and the thing is, I'm not trying to take anything away from Kevin Owens. Uh, that match, I think, it's it's just two different types of matches. Yeah. You know what I mean? 100. Still different bad dynamics, blood in between diff- it, but it's they were yeah different and, and emotional we'll, we'll, build. It's it's all different. Yeah, and we'll, we'll get into that when we get towards mm-hmm. that. But but next, I think uh, we had the Rusev Randy Orton match. Yeah, you're right. Um, I don't know. I mean, I feel like this is the match they should have had the first time. I was just going to say, it pleasantly surprised me, but I think, as I told you, too, when I was watching it, is it was hard to care about it, given the fact that the first run-in, RKO, right out the gate. Second run-in, that super kick by Rusev, you know, and he became a quote-unquote country hero, you know what I mean? Nine seconds. Yeah, and, and like, I was, you know, I was talking about this last night, is, like, then after that, the whole build was Aiden English taking RKO's left and right, you know, and um, I just, it left a lot to be desired, but I agree with you in what you just said. Like, I think that match, the way it was paced, the way it went down, like, it's exactly the match they should have had, but I don't agree with Rusev not getting that win because I don't understand what that does for Randy. I mean, besides the fact that we all picked Rusev to win and didn't, you know, get that point, that that's not even, like, it makes no sense. Like, Rusev yeah. has... So you're telling me he's had one win that wasn't on a pay-per-view since he's been back at yeah. nine seconds against Randy Orton? And that, that's my that's my whole thing about it. it it's just like yeah. the logic, because, you know, because I'd say that's why we picked Rusev because it didn't make sense. Like, Orton doesn't need it right now. Like, I had a, a conversation with Ty last night. Mm-hmm. You know, he's big Randy Orton. Yeah, he did. He, he literally calls him the GOAT. And I said... You know, I, we're going back and forth, and I, I said, you know, I just think Rusev should have took that, or are you just kind of like, you know, because it's Randy. He goes, well, Randy's the GOAT. And I said, I agree with you, but Randy's the GOAT with or without that W. And he agreed with me. And, that's, and, that, and I think I said that to you, too. It's like Randy is not doing anything right now where the loss would have taken away anything from no. him or the win would have done anything for him. You know what I mean? Because, it, it, I mean, Rusev needed it because he's coming back. I mean – why is he on SmackDown? His character has already been pimped out and done by somebody else, yeah. which is gender. Yeah. You can't have two of the same guys yeah. in the same show. And, and it sucks because that's his spot. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's so it's like, put him back on... I, I, I say put him on Raw, have him take over the IC title uh, division. You've been saying that for a while. Mm-hmm. I think that's a, that's, a, that's a good spot for him. No no, no hate against The Miz, but I mean, I need yeah. to see more than The Miz and Jason Jordan. You know yeah, I mean? man. Like, I feel like, you know... 
and not to go down the long tangent, but you said Jason Jordan. I got to agree with something Booker was saying this week on Raw. It's like it's not that Jason doesn't have the natural ability or the quote unquote DNA. Mm -hmm. It's just the fact that he has kind of been given chances no one else has. And when I say that, I mean like who else from the and you know in the locker room has gone against Roman Reigns than Cena? You know, what I'm saying or, or like once, yeah, yeah back in, in back, a week, basically. Weeks. You know, and like he, not that they were bad matches. It's just why did he get those matches, you know? And so I, 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 it's one of those things where you wonder, like, you know, yeah, Jason's going to get his time, but, like, can a guy like Rusev or someone else blossom in, in the, in the same shoes, you know what I mean? No, it's, it's very true. It's, 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 it's definitely very true. Because um, the only other guy that, that could do that, that did that, was, I think, Braun. Yeah. You know what I mean? But Braun, you know, you look at Braun's stock, you look at Jason's stock, they're not even close. You know, it's day and night. But, you know, speaking of people blossoming, though, or kind of taking things in their own hands, like, I got a tip, a tip of the hat to the next match, which I think was a triple threat, correct? The, it was at the U.S. title between yeah. AJ, Ty Dillinger, which is who I was speaking of. I think Ty Dillinger did a good job politicking getting himself in this match, to be honest with you. Um, and, of course, Baron was the third component to this uh, triple threat. I know you didn't like the match. No, 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 no. I was going to say, as far as the inclusion and, and and making it, it should have been a triple threat match from the jump. If they were going to do that, that that segment should have been on SmackDown. Uh, the same night he beat him. I I, I kind of uh, half expected that to be the case. Yeah, and then I know we talked. Me and Mark talked about it on the predictions earlier. It was like we we were like, wait a minute, this isn't a triple threat. Like, why they should have done that? You know? Yeah. And, uh, I mean, this is, this yeah, is it was a roll-up show. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah. it, 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 like to me, I feel like that should have been something to help bring in the viewer shit. I mean, because those three have been rotating around yeah. each other for the last X amount of weeks, yeah. you know, around that title. And um, I mean, like I said, I mean, even though it was just a roll-up pin, he still beat the number one contender clean, you oh, know, yeah. on, on on TV. So it's yeah. like hard not to argue. Yeah. Or hard to argue his point, you know? And the reason I like that is because it showed uh, that wins and losses still do matter here and there. Yeah, to a point, yeah. You know what I mean? Because I know we were talking about doing the wins and losses for this uh, Quincy Jones thing, and I'm like, maybe we should pick a different time period. Well, I mean, <laughs> land of opportunity, though, man. Smack yeah, that. I mean, gosh. these are the times that they prove that, you know? Uh, like, yeah, very true. And especially when it's dependent on the story. I th thought the story was good. Uh, like you said, the match, I, f I don't know, something... I felt like the match was a little off. I don't know. It was weird. Uh, I did. I did like. I mean, I like. I don't have a problem with any of the guys in the match at all. I think because it was so, it could be viewed as thrown together last minute. Because it's not even like the segment. Because I went back and watched it. Like it's not even like the segment of him pitching to Daniel Bryan was bad. It's just kind of ill timed because this there isn't. Let's be honest. There's not a lot of people who watch uh, pay per views from the kickoff you yeah, know yeah, so yeah. a lot of people couldn't miss that and you know i know me personally when i watch something and like it shows like a flash you know or like a playback of something i missed i'm not a fan of it because then i feel like i'm playing catch up you know yeah, yeah. but then it also feels like it's just thrown in even though it's really the 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 purpose is to remind you or show you if you did miss it you know no, yeah, I, and I, was, I was just gonna say that it's kind of weird because it's like you would think they would dig into where they they're getting most of their viewership from, which would be national television. Yeah, and they would put it on that so that more people are seeing it. But at the same time, then it's like, 
okay, if they don't, and then it's on this kickoff that everybody watches, then it's like, oh, maybe we should start watching the kickoff. But I don't know if that's going to be everybody's thing. I mean, that's a one-time deal where they're, you know what I mean? Other times, it, you'll get like an Apollo and Kalisto or something. Yeah, I feel like unless Talking just, just, Smack just a, was, was part of the yeah. kickoff or Raw Talk, if I feel like that will help boost viewership in that in those areas. But, yeah, I don't know, man. Um, one thing... Uh, I did want to say, uh, I think this is my last point in the whole match. I think the other reason why I couldn't really watch the match uh, objectively like I wanted to as if it was an actual triple threat bout is because it really felt like, and I said it to you, it really felt like, I think it may have been the way they threw it together last minute, too. Or at least the perceived way it looked like it was thrown together last minute. Because it just seemed like Ty was there just to take the, the pin. You know what I mean? I, I, I wanted, I, 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 I changed my pick. To Tyler or to Ty, but then as I'm watching the match, I'm like, man, I, I feel like he's only here just as to help get the belt off AJ. Yeah, like I mean, and the the term that a lot of people use for that is a device. So it's like or an attraction. It's like they can take the belt off AJ without AJ taking the L, which it's fine if AJ takes the L. Which you're talking to me. So you to you, it's not the match. quality of match. It's more or less the 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 mythology or, or not sorry the logic of it like yeah well the mythology would be a good word too it's just, it's just and that's just me i'm looking at it like okay so or methodically i, I guess there is you more go. the and, word yeah you know, they all got their stuff in um i don't know i think i don't know maybe if they would have just promoted 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 it as this triple threat match because triple threat match again is going to gain more people to want to yeah and like, and like we said these guys have been crossing paths for the last two three weeks so you know that action on a weekly basis, plus you know you're promoting a triple threat. The, you know, what I mean, can you imagine how more competitive it would have felt if uh, that was the case for the jump? I mean, I I'm right there with you. I love the match. Um, I don't think it was the best match by everyone involved. I feel like Corbin tends to, and we've said this a while ago when we first started the show. I just feel like Baron tends to thrive better in multi-man matches because it's more unpredictable and he picks his spots better. Yeah, you know? I was gonna say he, when he does pick his spots, he makes them mean something. Yeah, definitely. And AJ, I feel like he did some of the best selling I've seen. I mean, we know he could oh, sell, you know, but like even right. down to like, you know, him getting kicked through the ropes and dropping like that. I mean, you talk about a man who was able to sell him stepping, you know, getting trapped in an announcer table, believably, you know, because I there's a couple people who have tried and it just was like, yeah, you knew where you were stepping. You know what I mean? Like AJ's great at what he does, you know, so I don't think it devalues him, but it, I mean, it's just kind of the typical how can we take the belt off someone without burying them, you know? Yeah. And, 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 that's, and that's why I'm like, well, I don't like, when I think about that, that's why I don't like the end equation to just leave Ty as a remainder. It's just Ty, you know what I mean? But I don't think he's uh, done. I, I mean, say, I guess uh, this week there will be a rematch, by the yeah. way, between oh, there is, and okay. AJ, yeah. I will say congratulations to you and as well as Baron Corbin because you got that one right. Me and, me and uh, Mark got that one wrong. Oh, yeah, uh, of course. Doc uh, Lesnar. My main thing was, I was talking to 3D on Twitter about it, and I was like, I want, I mean, not that I didn't want to see him coming, but it was just like, I told him, I was like, he does deserve it because I'm tired of seeing him getting jobbed out, you know, as his punishment on TV, especially when you got a guy that's supposed to be this, this, and that, and then, oh, I can't wrestle because I twisted my ankle. Like, that pissed me off. Yeah, with the whole Kalisto, because that was No, 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 no. This was, this was Ty Dillinger. It was AJ versus Baron Corbin for the title. Ty Dillinger came out before the bell rang and beat him up. Yeah. Uh, you know, he got him in the chop block and he clotheslined him over the rope. And when he landed on the floor, he was selling that his ankle was like sprained or twisted. Uh, he came back in the ring. 
in which AJ got him in the calf crusher. The match already was thrown out. It didn't even matter. And then like all they got was like him like limping in the back in in the in the. Oh yeah, area. I do like, remember that. He oh, sounded like he was just complaining. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I was like, dude, what the, like, what kind of shit is that? Like, this guy's like six some time on his ankle. You know, but uh, yeah. Again, congrats to him. Uh, changing pace for him. We were talking earlier about his his heat last night, so it does kind of make a little bit more sense adjustment wise. Uh, but speaking of titles, we had uh, the women's championship. Yes, we did. Uh, we had Charlotte versus the champion Natalia. Um, I was very surprised that there was no Carmella tease here, at least uh, a distraction. Mark said a distraction. You said a catch in. I just said that uh, Natalia would uh, would uh, win it, retain straight. Yeah, out. I thought maybe Charlotte would have won and then would have got cashed in on. Like you know, uh, because I'm thinking about long term, you got to build a face versus a heel, you know? I, there has been meshing of the dynamics lately, you know? But, like, um, like such a guy like Braun, who clearly is a monster heel, but people, you know, they're receptive to him, you know? But I just thought, I mean, we've been seeing the back and forth, like, what's been going on between Natty and, like, like the tension between Natty and Carmella. But I'm just thinking long-term program. I didn't see Natalia and Carmella being a long-term program where, of course, it's going to be a ch- If Carmella successfully cashed in, I mean, Natalia's for sure coming back for that title. He's wanting that rematch, you know? Oh, yeah. But I just didn't see... I mean, who do you cheer for in that? So that's why I thought maybe Charlotte would get it, and then would it would be interesting to see Carmella versus Charlotte, you know? So, But I will say this. Um, I enjoyed this match because it was traditional... In old school, yeah. not a lot of women's matches are doing that. She picked a body part and she picked at it and picked at it and worked on it. And Charlotte uh, sold it. Yeah, very definitely, well. it was very believable. These two are so great in the ring individually. Yeah. They fought against each other numerous times. They're magic, you know what I mean? So, and it's just like it made sense. Their lineage, their wrestling—they coming from wrestling families, you know. True. So I felt like very true. Why would you not put on that show? So I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it, you could look at it as, man, this this is almost like Brett versus Flair. You know what I'm saying? But it was one of those things where their their lineage and and their family ties definitely you know tied in you know to this match, yeah, I and it. I thought it was yeah. well done. I don't really like the, I mean, I do, but I don't. I, I like the DQ, you know, loss. Um, where Natty still retains, it shows a sense of desperation. But um, you know, I is also. Well, I think you were saying because it didn't make sense because she was already in control. Mm-hmm. Like, say she was like running away, or like Charlotte was coming after her, and she just yeah. grabbed a chair and hit her. But it was like she was she was like still in control of the situation where she just sat there and just, oh, I'm just gonna go grab this chair, like. Yeah, because when she weird. came up to her, Charlotte was already in defense mode because yeah, I think yeah. she was just coming up off the... Because, I mean, she yeah, had her in the sharpshooter, and I thought it was going to be over, to be honest with you. I was like, man, if Natalia beats Charlotte clean, I can't. I would not be mad. You know, that's good for her. I mean, she's, to me, the the top, top veteran in terms of that locker room. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I think if she beat Charlotte early, you know, in terms of her title reign... And then walked all over the the you know, and then Charlotte came back better, bigger, all that stuff. You know, I think it could have been, but we'll see what what happens, man. No, yeah, definitely. Because again, I think I think I can appreciate what, how you said it. it was like a real, just straight to the point, no bullshit. This is wrestling, and like you said, real old school feel to it. And I definitely can appreciate that, man. But um, uh, 
I want to say that we had the what's the world title match or was it the Bobby La- the Bobby I'm sorry about Bobby Roode. No, that was after the world title. So that was the yeah, that was the cool off match. Uh, that's so weird that where they put it too. So we had the the world WWE World Championship match. Uh, I mean, I, I went for gender. Um, oh, you did? Okay. I yeah, was no, yeah. I, I, I was the only one that said gender will retain. Um, I wasn't mad. I mean, it. I think we, we we like me and Mark talked about it earlier. Mark's not a fan of his in ring work. I'm actually thinking that he's he's uh, showed that he can do some heelish stuff as opposed from outside of the comedy reel of three uh, MB. Mm-hmm. Um, and getting freaking just uh, one up by Mojo or Gronk or whoever. It is, yeah. You know what I mean, so I think he's done well. Uh, I said that I, um, I'm not saying he's the best promo guy, but he's done really well where he doesn't let people boo him out of what he's trying to say. Yeah. Uh, I, I even said that Big Cass was a guy that him and a few other people recently have been bothered by people booing them and let it affect them. Definitely. Um, he doesn't. You know, obviously what's hurting him was this feud and the angle they chose for him to go uh, with it. To be honest, I didn't want – I mean, I wanted Jenner to win but it's just because I thought Nakamura, it's too early for it. I don't know, but then at the same time, I'm not. I'm not like most guys. I, I'm actually. I don't want to say I'm a fan. I don't mind gender as champion right now, and the reason where that came from was at the time where John Cena was still on the show, Orton was still in the title picture. That to me meant that it's being on somebody that's not on the veterans because we don't want it on the veterans. Yeah, they want someone to rise to the occasion. Yeah, and and I mean, it, it's it's at the perspective. I feel like he's done. Well, I mean, they, they'd take the belt off him if he wasn't, right? I feel like he's done a good job, man. I just, it's me, man. Like, and I, I've just, like, I think me and you are both advocates of what they're doing, what the, where they're trying to go with it, regardless of the appeal in other markets, et cetera. Just from a storytelling character development standpoint, I'm not against it, you know? But my biggest gripe, and I, I just keep saying it, and it's been snowballing and snowballing. It's like, I just would love to see him win without, you know, the Singh brothers being involved like that we kind of got that you know on 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 Sunday where it was just like they got thrown out but only after they were sticking their nose you know and some of the spots they were doing didn't even make sense like there was a point I think where he was like pulling uh gender out to take a spot or so I don't know what was going on you know what he was doing was he was going for the Kinshasa he was trying to pull him closer to the rope so he can like Mm, okay out of the way but at least that's what I took from it that's not what they said on commentary and that's not how it came off I just kind of just said, well, that looks, you know, that's what it kind of looks like. That, that To me, it was like, that's the only logical reasoning. Then again, it's wrestling. Nothing really makes and sense. And I was going to say, too, I'm personally, I'm a little just tired of seeing him sort of beating up the Singh brothers where it seems like there's no communication. It, it just seems like they, they, they're bumping, but it doesn't seem like they know what to anticipate. So when he's like kicking them or forearming them, it doesn't look as smooth. Like it doesn't look. It looks a little bit rugged. Yeah, yeah, you know, it doesn't look cool like an action scene, like where he's just like taking them out real quick, you know. And I'm not saying like, you know, that they should. I'm not saying it should look cooler. It's just the Sing Brothers, you know. But it's just like I'm just. I think that's what it is. I'm just tired of the Sing Brothers getting involved with the Nakamura stuff. Like I, to me, I thought you know I was actually surprised it wasn't a Hell in a Cell. I thought it would be, and then I thought if it was Hell in a Cell, that would help keep the Sing Brothers out. But um, I mean, yeah, Nakamura lost here. Um, I don't know where they're going with this. Like I, I, I don't know if they're playing the rule of threes like they did with Randy. And I hope. I don't think we need to see Nakamura versus Well, I mean, because Nakamura know? didn't... I mean, he lost. Cleanly, when you really put it that way, the the, the ref threw the Singh brothers out. Mm-hmm. He went for the Kinshasa. The ref kind of, you know, um, 
a little bit of distraction there on the Singh brothers on their way out, so a little hesitation on the count, but uh, he, got, he got caught. You know what I mean? I mean, and, and that's what's so weird about it. It's like it's mostly it has to be some sort of uh, extenuating circumstances where, oh, but if they weren't there or this, you know what I mean? So it's, I don't know. It's, I think I think the other part about it for me is like with the Singh brothers, it's like they, they always put over how this guy almost got a, uh, this guy being Nakamura almost got a UFC contract and mm-hmm. everything kickboxer guy and it's like yeah but how come these guys aren't standing on the floor when he's kidding them you know what i mean i'm saying like they they're down for a little bit then they get they're like putties dude like yeah, they just oh. come back up <laughs> you know and well, uh the other thing i'll say before we move on to the last two matches is i hear what you're saying about the the Singh brothers because that's how i felt but at the same time i can't help but think seth seth and jamie and j and j you know what and I mean? that's the thing is like you would think that's why i'm saying that you would think they would learn their lesson where you got used to seeing J and J security. They were characters, and you enjoyed whatever dumb stuff they're getting into. Whether that's they're true. rolling their that's sleeves up to be tag team with Seth, or getting beat up by Brock, or whatever it was. And I'm not saying the Singh brothers aren't doing well. I just think we've seen this already, you know. So, but you know, we'll see what what's coming up for the heavyweight title. Soon. Yeah, no, would, I mean that's all we could really do is Tuesday today. So we'll see what's going on tonight. But um, maybe it'll be glorious. Speaking of which, last two matches, uh, we had uh, Glorious Bobby Roode versus uh, the gimmickless uh, yeah. uh, Dolph Ziggler. Showed up with the, the old school hip hop scratching at the needle. Yeah, we were saying how it was like the app, the, the app version of like the record scratch, yeah, basically. Yeah. But yeah, no, I um, I liked it. I liked the no music, straight to the point. I don't think we needed to get the gimmicky record scratch, but hopefully it's not what's heading, what's going on heading forward. Maybe we'll just yeah, get him walking out. I'm hoping that's just for the, well, hey, this is what it's, oh, nope, cut off. This is it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I hope that it was just made to make that distingu- distinguishing difference. The irony, uh, too, in his argument, though, is like Dolph has been one of the most like charismatic people in in on the roster for some time so it's kind of fun like in a sense of when he comes out he's gyrating the hips oh, okay. you know and just like, booty shake uh you know what I mean? no, <laughs> so, no no yeah very true though and then the frame to come, come out just back. you know what i mean like yeah. he's very out there you know come so on back. Yeah. yeah so but now it's funny to see him like the you know these you know like i'm so so it's cool but i agree with you the vest was dope good to see it looked like a nod to his old vest i think he needs to keep doing that um, but yeah, no, I mean, I think you were saying you kind of would have wished 10 minutes was shaved off of this. I'm going to admit, I didn't watch the full match. I just went straight to the finish. Same thing with, uh, the Nakamura match. Cause I just, you know, I was just kind of surprised how long it was. And if that's how long it was, why wouldn't they put it in place of something else or like switch the, the order? Yeah. Um, but I mean, these guys, these two guys are great. You know what I mean? I can't, uh, it was weird that, you know, you had the, the finish with the roll up with the tights, uh, with Bobby apparently playing the face but you know he it was a kind of like a turnabout is fair play between him and yeah it's like beating him at his own game yeah, it's, it's obviously not over though but a lot of people think that Dolph went to uh attack him after the match to reestablish that he's the heel uh you know not get that sympathy well he got beat by the tights yeah but you're a bad guy Fuck yeah because he got up pretty quick and hit that zigzag yeah no nah, and it's been a while since i've seen a, a pretty decent zigzag i ain't gonna lie he brought back the the sleeper hold as well yeah he did um how would you feel, and this is just real quick because I know we got to cover the last match. How would you feel if, like, Dolph was so frustrated with people not recognizing who he is? He's like, I guess I got to just reintroduce myself. And he started redoing the, hi, I'm Dolph Ziggler thing. He should. I mean, in a very, very heel way. It'll be different instead of just being the cheesy, uh, you know, like, like grin, like, you know, I'm posing for a milk ass. Yeah, yeah, or yeah. It's like, it, it's really like, it could really be, you know, 
you know, right after he beats someone down, and it's just like, let me introduce myself. That's what I was going to say, like a super kick to the face to grab the mic and say, hey. Pick him up by the hair, throw him down. Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, yeah. something, you know, and then. You must be new around here. Yeah. Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, like, see, hey, uh, WWE, I know you've been bugging our house, so uh, if you could just give me credit on the Take all the ideas. End. At least just give me some free merch, man. God damn, you guys have been stealing a lot of our ideas. Same, man. Um, But uh, last match, we had the Hell in a Cell, uh, Kevin and Shane. Oh God, it was just really it was it was cool watching this match, but man, and you walked in right when it started. Just mm-hmm. whenever they were on top of that cage, man, I was just like, "Come on, man, just do what you got to do, and and get it out of there." You know, like yeah, it's that. Ain't, uh. That was I was, I was gonna say. I would say since the days of Cactus and Triple H, and maybe Triple H and Chris Jericho, mm-hmm. that's probably the longest I've seen competitors on top of a cell. Oh, hundred percent. Where you're like, can you just come down now? Yeah, like, it was pins and needles, you know. And yeah, I almost thought at one point they there someone was going to go through because if you kind of if you go back and watch, they were like only really bumping on two panels of the roof of the of the cell. So I almost thought maybe something was rigged, mm. you know. And uh, 3D was telling me that too, and I was talking to him. But like, it was kind of interesting that they only went in those areas. Um, I got it right away. Just, sent on, dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was that he was the same. Thought that would have been the one. Yeah. I mean, because well, the, the way I look at it too is like you know when when uh, Triple H and Jericho had theirs. Jericho talks about it all the time that when he got pedigreed, you know, he was worried because it's like you know he's going down face first, body arms first, hooked. arms pinned behind his back. Um, he's in control. Another man's in control of how he lands. And he, I remember he said it felt like a cartoon, like, you know, where you kind of fall from a building and like you, you smack on the pavement and it just kind of stretches Bounces down. Off, yeah. yeah. He said he just was waiting to fall through and he, it didn't happen. Thank God. But, um, you know, so doing a senton or even the pop-up power bomb, yeah. because yeah. And that's where I was going to go first was I got to tip my hat to Shane. I feel like he's a little, he's got a little bit more awareness in the ring that I remember him having. And like, there's a couple of times where you could tell something wasn't going the way it was supposed to, but unless you kind of know what to look for, you didn't really see it. Yeah, like, they, they, they didn't saw, really allow it to be a focal point in yeah, what they were doing. Yeah. yeah, some of it just, it just looked natural. Like, okay, that's not working. Let me try this and then go back to it, you know? And so I know... They were trying to do the pop-up spot, and uh, Shane just recognized it wasn't working. So he, like, fought back in midair and then took a breather and then ran back at him and did it, you know. And so Shane, I thought, performed a lot better than he did in the Undertaker match. No, no, I, I definitely – I mean, with that being his first match and this is being, what, his third? Yeah. Fourth match? So I think it's the fourth because, yeah, yeah, this yeah, one, AJ Survivor Series, Series and Taker. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. Yeah, AJ earlier this year. So, yeah, I mean, even even that match, yeah, with AJ was really good. Yeah, oh, you know, yeah, that was a great match. Yeah, yeah. Um, When's he going to hit these shooting star presses? <laughs> I mean, it's cool to know that if he needed to, he could, yeah, but he's yeah. not landing them. At least he didn't land on a, uh, was it a trash can last match that he landed on? Yeah, he can't hit, he can't land on someone, but he knows how to do it. Yeah, I mean, he's still hitting that uh, Van Van. He can land on the mat and also the trash can. That's His precision pertaining to those objects are uncanny. Yeah. We know that yeah. much. But, uh, this was a good match. The motion was there. Uh, I enjoyed the the cannonball, the attempted cannonball off the apron into the yeah man because that was, lit down the table. Hail was coming in hot again, mm-hmm. like, and I never you see him do these things, but until you actually get that close and you see how fast, you know, e- even down to and, and we we were talking about it too, the uh, the finish uh, with the way that Shane was flying off that day. dude. You saw. Yeah. Like, would you, what would we say? Like, maybe 1.5 seconds before, I'd say like, he pulled him off? Least amount, and then one and a half, count most one and two. Then like, yeah, before you hit, before you even reach two, you just see him just freaking torpedo yeah, right man, through that Yeah, man, because to me, like, 
and just to, I want to back up a little bit too. Like when we got to remember Owens. I mean, they teased a lot. They teased uh, so much coming off the top. But when Owens, you know, was uh, on the oh, side and yeah. Shane and him were fighting and he banged his head on the on the side of the cell and he fell, um, I was telling you, like, you know, that, it to me, personally, that looked like the most natural way to fall off the, the cell. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, and don't get me wrong, like, there are people who do like and then some that don't like uh, the, the cell match between Ambrose and Seth. But, like, that was, was it a cool spot to see both men fall through two different tables? Yes. Is it, can we be honest and say it looked pretty orchestrated i think we got to be honest you know but kevin sold that so natural where it wasn't so much of the Shawn michaels oh i'm almost falling and i let go it was like a legit like it, to me that was as close as real of a bump as that was gonna look you know we even saw like before that match like shane was like one-handedly like hanging off the side yeah of the, man the hell or the hell in the cell we're like dude what is this guy doing like and then i didn't even know his kids were at ringside until they were talking about it and then there was someone was getting mad because i guess there's a point in time where Kevin walked over to his his uh, his kids and was making fun of Shane, mm-hmm. and they were on camera like laughing about it. Mm-hmm. So they were saying like that that kind of messed things up, and then they were saying that they I guess one of his kids was like actually smiling and laughing after he saw his dad go through the table. Really? Yeah. So it's like, no, dude, you got to be eliciting eliciting like a real emotional response. Like, oh my god. Like, well, you know, they are just kids. I, I wouldn't be surprised if it was just excitement. Like, I wonder if my dad's gonna do something crazy tonight, and he did, but he's not. Uh, because he knows it's a work, he probably doesn't realize it's not all a work. Yeah. Like that's yeah, there's pads. I mean, because let's that's another thing we noticed yeah, is those tables were fully yeah. padded. You got to protect the kids' knowledge on what you do, so they're not going to be. So, you know what I mean? You got to make sure you're Superman, so they know you're coming home every night for sure. It, yeah, exactly. But I mean, they yeah, like I mean, it was pad, like the table. Like I said, were well, you noticed it I think too, where they were full, fully padded. It was yeah. a different panel on top of it. Too, yeah, like, it's usually you like that taken grayish off. white, like that. Yeah. You know, almost like, almost like trash bag yeah, yeah. color in a sense, almost. But um, yeah, no. But going back to the original point, yeah, when Shane came off the top of that man, that it it didn't look like he jumped off. It looked like he was thrown down. Like it looked like straight dead weight coming down. Like and all I could think about was, what if he did hit this elbow? Like, like Kevin, Kevin would have got hurt, man. Like he really would have got hurt. I mean, speaking of, I mean. Not saying I want Shane to be hurt. Uh, no, no, but but the, now you're reminding me because I, I know we gotta we gotta get out of here and then you gotta get out of, you gotta handle uh, handle you got adult adulting to do. You gotta do some adulting and stuff. Full time um, job stuff. But all I say is this: is you're right because when Shane hit nobody, net trauma, fractured ribs, dislocated shoulder, which we knew would be the least yeah, because he least landed on something that fucking shoulder. Related, yeah, he bounced off that shoulder, and you said he tried to get up, and he just he he couldn't. Which to me, I think that was more of an immediate. Oh, I need to see if my arm's cool. Okay, it's definitely not. Cool. Yeah, 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 I'm sure he felt something. Yeah, I think that's kind of wrestling uh, intuition, like just like with with Finn when he got power bomb, buckle bombed yeah. oh, on the barricade. Yeah. You know, you got to keep. But you, okay, and and because we're forgetting one important part, Sami Zayn. Yeah. Oh no, we're getting there. Co-star of the night. Uh, yeah. Which I heard. I guess if people, there's a video out that shows that Sami Zayn was at ringside. For a majority of the match, no one just no, no one noticed them. That's awesome because that means everybody's eyes were on were on the match. Yeah, that's a magical feeling where you can just walk by and know it. Like that's cool. That that aspect of it, I think it's cool. He had a front row seat to that thing, though. If you think about it, it, it was weird. Like I said, I didn't like. Um, okay, it's Sammy in street clothes, but I still got to wear my shirt so everyone knows who I am. <laughs> you know what I mean? I didn't like. No one that. knows. Uh, because I I failed to see that. 
superstars who are not on TV are still wearing their shirts when the camera's off. So you're saying if he were to wear some sort of luchador mask, maybe a generic one, he could have got away with it, maybe. That would have been great. Just to have him take it off. I'm like, who's that? And then that that would have been that would have been worth it. Look, imagine the look of disbelief on Kevin Owens' face when he walks up. It's like, wait, who the f- wait yeah. what? And then he takes his mask off. He's like, oh shit, that would have been great. Hey, rewrite this oh, WWE. And I was gonna back. say too, like it almost looked like Sammy had a sense of regret for what he just did. But right as I thought that, then he starts dragging KO and moving everybody out the way and shoving the ref down to make that three count. I loved every minute. of I was gonna that. say I liked it because it made people uncomfortable. Which is great because Sammy doesn't do that. Yeah, like Eddie Lynch, big, you know, friend of the show, you know what I mean? From G, uh, listen, uh, listen, 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 listen club, hashtag listen. Eddie Lynch, he uh big Sammy Zayn fan, has the hat and everything, yep. and he hit me with a message. He was like, I can't believe they made Sammy do that. You know what I'm saying? And to me, it's like, this is what I live for. Like, well, like people's dreams to be and crushed I, I to even, see the hero, yeah. fl- you know, flip of the coin. Like, I, you know what I mean? I'm happy about it because, you know, I've been I've been seeing these live event videos of them two working together. And we've been talking bagging, about it. Uh, Sammy you and specifically. Kevin Owens, yeah. And I've been kind of campaigning for it. And then, like, everyone's like, it's never going to happen. What are you talking about? I'm like, okay, so it just happens at a live event. But then again, a lot of things happen at live events that you wouldn't mostly – get to do or get away with on, on when the cameras are rolling. So whatever. But I am definitely interested to see what goes on tonight. Um, you know, I think we all knew Kevin was going to win this. He's got so many claims. Like, I saved your career. I saved your life. I Yeah. So it'd be interesting to see. And it, uh, to me, I feel like the thing that really brought this out of Sammy, because everyone's like, Sammy, why? Sammy, why? You know, Kevin Owens hit home. He said, hey, you know, you got signed a year before me. I came in like I did more than you did in the in the time that you were gone. You know what I mean? And and he said, and if you if you compare their careers, he literally said, you have done nothing of importance. You know, so that was important. I, and I told you, I felt so dumb because during, as I'm watching Hell in a Cell, I'm watching certain matches and I'm live tweeting about, like, I'm like, oh, man, it's kind of weird that Ty Dillinger has gotten more shots of the U.S. title in his whole month and, and change on the roster. Yeah. And Sammy hasn't gotten any title shot for anything in no. any roster he's been at. You, uh, I mean, outside of NXT. Well, the only and, one he had was against Cena when he got hurt. I, I was going to say, like, and, and, and so it's like, but he wasn't even on the main roster then. Exactly. So, and so then I made another comment saying, man, it's crazy how Baron Corbin has won the U.S. title and the Andre the Giant, you know, Memorial Battle Royal. Again, you know, his entire time, not just even on SmackDown, but even on Raw, it's like, uh, no, actually, no, Baron wasn't on Raw. He wasn't on, he wasn't on Raw. Was he? Oh, no, he was before the brand split. But, yeah. Uh, it's just, I would just say, like, it's crazy how he's been able to do that from a guy that's not a wrestling background to a guy like Sami Zayn who's been there and hasn't really done anything. And then, I mean, he's been in such matches, you know, but he, but he was not chosen as the guy. Yeah, yeah, matches to get to that match. But he always comes up short, or he doesn't win, or yeah, he's never that guy. So it's crazy. I was writing that, and then at the end of the night, who shows up? Fucking Sammy. And then he even said, I think uh, Kevin Owens had mentioned something like, "Well, I'm actually going to be on the pay per view, and you don't even have a match." Yep. So, you know. Yeah, I mean, definitely something that Kevin said has broken through. So I, I mean, I, I'm interested to see if it's a hey, you know what? I, I've been drowning you out. I should have been like I should have took your advice a long time ago. I don't need these people. I don't need to please anybody. It doesn't always have to be the right way. I need to think about me and mine, you know. And and maybe that's something. It even goes back to back well, about maybe a month ago when um, Kevin had to go and find his own referee. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had yeah. kind of a moment. 
Yeah, they did. You well, know, they've been flirting with it. Yeah, know? they and were, and it's been great. Yeah, it had, yeah. Um, but yeah, man, uh, should be good to see. We'll see yeah, what happens. Definitely, I was on a cell. Uh, I want to remind everybody, October twenty seventh, we got a uh, dead on arrival, uh, rival pro wrestling second event going down. Characters bar in Pomona, twenty one and up. You can get tickets at purplepass.com backslash rival pro doa. A lot of good names: Bad Dude Tito, King Pinky. We got PPA Pretty, Peter Avalon. We also got uh, Scorpio Sky, the best, the best. And, and your boy, Young Fuego. Young Fuego. Adrian Quest will be there. We got Brian Cage, The Machine will be there again. Melissa Santos will be there again. Um, Judez, Jarrell Nelson. Uh, we also Human saw, Tornado. Kind of a, he's kind of an indie like legend. No, we also got uh, Mr. Athletic himself, Jeff Cobb. Uh, Going to be taking on Brody King. Um, We're going to have more matchups announced very soon, but make sure you follow us on all social media. Uh, Rival underscore pro wrestling on a, uh, Instagram. Rival pw on uh twitter rival pro wrestling on facebook and everything else again make sure you get your tickets purplepass.com um anything else doc i mean i know they can no, I mean, i'm just you know happy i could stop by could, uh be part of this episode i'm excited to see what goes on next or excited for rival excited for everything man I like, I like the uncertainty definitely i'm definitely gonna I'm, I'm definitely a fan of that but um yeah man this is the quincy jones show podcast you gotta feel free to hit us up the quincy jones show at gmail.com and uh we out peace